Part 2. The Bandit Menace. Welcome, everyone, uh, to Diefall Alderheart Episode 4. That sounds right. I think that sounds right. Like we've done four? Perfect. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> pardon if I sound a little bit rough. Uh, my throat is killing me. Though I did sleep for 15 hours, I feel I feel pretty good otherwise, but the vacation was... I need a vacation from my my vacation, I think is the, the biggest thing. But welcome everyone, and uh, welcome Raiders uh, from Simply's channel. I do appreciate that, and uh, hopefully you guys like some Dungeons & Dragons where everyone plays small woodland creatures. Well, they're not necessarily small, I guess. They're all like actual sized, but they're woodland creatures. So it should be, should be pretty interesting. Um, some of our, our, our players right now are figuring out their level 2 stuff because we did, at the end of the last episode, hit level 2. Uh, so let me know if you guys need help with that right now. Or we can um, <clears throat> we can also do the rolls real quick for HP. So we can just start off rolling. Who wants, uh, who wants to go first? Oh, and this means I can update this stat page too, huh? Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm very curious of how Dagonet's going to roll. I can't <laughs> wait. Cannot wait. It's, uh, it's... Let's start there then. Let's just do Dagonet. Dagonet, you're now level two. Congratulations. Welcome. Uh, what tough. is your new HP? Hmm. So uh, you're a fighter. What, a is that a. It's a D10? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. It'll be a D10 plus two. If you want to roll that for me. Can definitely do that. So slash R one D ten plus two. Mm-hmm. Cool. <sighs> I retweeted the tweet. Mm hmm And it started playing and I heard that's a zero and I was like, how? <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay. the video. So Dagonet, uh, a little on the low side, but that's that's six more HP. So you rough, you know, take one more hit, I guess. It's better than so Nether Fighter. He was only the, it's better than a lot of other roles we've had during this show. So I think that's that's a pretty good pretty good start. Um, who would like to to go next? Hmm. Hmm. No one wants to be called a fine Eli. Eli, you're uh, next. Okay. Rob, go ahead and give me uh, give me the role. I don't. I'd have to look up what your. Uh, I am a D8, D8. plus comma. Yeah. Big ol'. Alright, so I'll update you now too. Level two. D8 plus tree. I'm a beef boy. Come on. Holy shit. Oh, max health. That feels so good. Thank God. Oh I need God. to stay alive so I can keep oh. everybody else alive. That's Here perfect, man. Look at you. Tanky boy. I live. Nice. <clears throat> excellent. Excellent. Uh, let's go Pez next. Pez, do you know what your your health thing is? Or should I go click on that real quick? I, I googled it and it says 1d8. That is perfect because it is 1d8. So, cool. <laughs> so, no. so go ahead and roll me slash r 1d8 plus your con modifier. Okay. Which I don't really know. Nine. That's awesome. You maxed it as well. Look at oh. us. Hi. All right. So that's cool. Wait, why did I have Pez's health as 21 already? What was your health? I'll take it. Nine. No. <laughs> it's 21. Nine. Irrelevant. Happen. How did that happen? What was I? What was I doing? Don't worry, All man. Right, well. You have 21. <laughs> yeah. I'll tank. So, Don't worry about it. Excellent. Worry about it. Excellent. So you have 18 health. That's really nice. Okay. 
Very good. Very oh, good. Oh, same as me. All right, Lucky. Last and certainly not least. I just found out that it's a 1d10 plus my con modifier, which is negative two. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your con is uh, negative You love to see yeah. it. There it is. Oh, goodness gracious. That I just imagine Lucky is an asthmatic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm seeing that it's 1d8 plus your con modifier. So. Oh, weird. Okay, so I was looking at D&D Beyond, but uh, I can roll it again if you like and do it d8. I'm seeing. <laughs> what well, are you a rogue? Oh, you know what? Uh, if you want to take this, if you want to take the six, that's fine because six is on the high end for that eight. Or you can try rolling it again and take what that is. It's okay. I roll fair. You want to take that? Yeah. Okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> the max. Get the six. Perfect. Wow, that's oh, a lot range, of maxes. Yeah, Ranger, here. I'm seeing D10, and there's like a revised. Oh, I'm sorry, I picked, I picked Rogue. I, I'm an no, idiot. I thought she was a Rogue I as well. She was a rogue. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's those. It's those roguish good looks. <laughs> oh, those roguish tendencies. All right, I'm gonna go back with the uh, D10 you, then. You, you can. It's an. No, it's, it's fine. You won't. I don't plan on getting hit very much, anyways. <laughs> I totally nice. forgot you're a ranger. I was like, it, it's honestly, that you're it's a the rogue. personality. Mm -hmm. How in the world did I mess that up? It's Wonderful. I'm just well, as you can see, I'm, my brain is truly turned on today. Ooh, that's absolutely <laughs> right. You could multi class. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Even nimbler fingers. Yeah, you'll love to see it. Yeah. Um. So, was there anything else that you guys got uh, at level two? There, here, let me go click on. Uh, I was going to say rogue again. <laughs> Go click on ranger and see what's up. Yeah, I did my... Um, I already, you get spells. Yeah, I allotted my attribution points after our mm. last broadcast, and I did pick my two spell slots. So. You did pick your two spells? Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, did you do, like, the drag and drop th thing through uh, Roll20 so it's a little easier for you, or did you, like, input everything? I just copy-pasted because okay. I, I tried to search it'll, for it, but I couldn't get it to do, so... That's fine. It'll work exactly the same. So and then I went a, to Mally's house worry. and helped her level, and then she showed me how to do, and I was like, oh, that's how you do. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> well, I got confused, and then we figured it out. <laughs> nice. This is a struggle. Um, so, Malaveth, you got an additional spell slot, and you now have five spells known, is what it looks like to me. Plus. Oh, spells known plus yeah. something, isn't it? No. Cool. Okay. So, everyone's, everyone's good. Figure it out. Perfect. Oh my God, you'll love to see it. Well, we're already rolling, so let's just keep that going and um, let's find out who's gonna do recap for last week. Uh-oh, uh-oh, so roll me a d20 and whoever gets closest uh, is then doing the uh, <clears throat> the in-character recap. Oh, 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 oh that's two twenties. Oh. oh, oh my God. Oh no. Wonderful, we'll wonderful. too soon. Oh no, um, yeah, I this like this. Gonna be, it's gonna be a five. It's gonna be a thing. Well, here we go. It's a seven. So oh. yes, Eli, very close to exactly what you needed uh, to do the in-character recap. I'm I'm sure this will go really, really well. So Eli, uh, <clears throat> what happened last week? Well, after a very close encounter of the slimy kind on the outskirts of the cave the party decided to uh go into the cave in an effort to rescue one 
insert name. Oh my god, what is her <laughs> Uh no, now I'm gonna have to look too because oh, I god. forgot. Uh a researcher, uh a a Kenna, Kenna. Kenna Bright Spark. Right. Bright Spark. Thank Kenna you. Kenna Bright Spark. Uh as the magistrate had instructed us. And we went spelunking a bit. We learned very quickly that uh whereas in most campaigns a lot of people seem to have dark vision. Maybe we had one person with dark vision, which was uh, exciting. Uh, so by torchlight and ingenuity and skill and prowess, we found Kenna Bratspark deep in the caves in the midst of a very, very, very slimy situation, sticky situation. I really got to work on that. I, you know, I set them up and I really got to stick the landing on these. It's okay. You know what? We'll get there, Eli. We not only rescued Ms. Bratspark, but we helped her with her task of collecting slime samples in the midst of combat where, as always, the party displayed magnificent examples of combat prowess and i stood still and did more than i ever have in combat by just standing still and curling up in a ball as the encounter finished kenna was able to ascertain uh, what direction we were supposed to go and upon exiting the cavern we had noticed that unfortunately the black smoke that signified the scorching of the surrounding area seemed to be moving ever closer to winnowing reach. We returned to the reach, informed the magistrate, and determined that it's high time we made haste for Alderheart. Title drop! All right, that's it. Wonderful, thank you. And uh, yes, uh, quite the lead-in for, for Alderheart. Um, <clears throat> I believe where we had left off uh, at the very end, you guys were taking your rest. Uh, you're getting a long rest after coming back to Winnowing Reach. And uh, the next day you would be heading out swiftly to uh, to Alderheart. Uh, Alderheart is about a three days journey away. So be prepared for, for that. Um, and I believe uh, Eliza said she had wanted to go with you. Now it's been a while since you've talked to her and seen her, but she did mention that she wanted to travel with you because you know, bandits and the like, and you guys are, you know, pretty tough, pretty tough lot be able to uh to protect her on the way over there um but yeah other than that i think we uh we will now find ourselves in the morning at winnowing reach and uh you guys will be starting your day at the end so uh what would you guys like to do before we went to bed i want to open the box i want to know what's in the box oh yeah um, so, <clears throat> what's in the box is, uh, an opal. Ooh. Uh, it's a, it's a rather, I mean, it's not overly large, but, you know, it's about this size. And it's a, it's a very fine, uh, opal. So you can, uh, put that on your list, uh, and it's worth 1,000 gold pieces. Okay. So... For those of you guys that, that may not remember, the innkeeper gave something to Pez as a kind of an, a, an award, a reward, a something 
to to thank her for for the performance that she had done. Um, this is probably a family heirloom of his that he has given away now to our dear Pez. Uh, but you now are in possession of a rather fine opal. Uh, and whether or not you want to go sell it somewhere, you can. But uh, it's uh, it's now in your possession. There you go. That's what was in the box. <laughs> I like that. That's thing what in was the in box. the box. So there you go. Um, Schrodinger's gemstone. Jeez. Yeah. Right. Could have been anything. Could have been anything. Could have been Could an even opal. Could be a boat. <laughs> yeah. Could even be a boat. Okay. Um. So you guys are at the end. Uh, you got. What do you want to do? You want to head directly out of town? Uh, Lucky definitely set out as first as possible to go to the, um, was it the apothecary? The guy who does all the slime stuff? Because we had an extra vial of slime. Yeah, there is a slime guy. Try to go hawk it. So Lucky's just... Try to go hawk it towards <laughs> this, to the slime guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, what was his name again? Let's see. Uh, Fed. Fed. Oh my god, Fed. I will never forget Fed. <clears throat> Fed tier. Yes, little little brown pheasant guy. Yeah, so you, you can head on over to the the apothecary and um in the in the morning and you you hear some like rattling around inside and some like glass shattering. Ah! <laughs> Knock on the door. Yes, come in, come in, come in. Uh, hello, hope you're uh, you know having a good like day. Uh, uh, we went. I I we I heard slimes are pretty valuable. Uh, Have I seen you before? Oh, uh, yeah, my friend had the bite. You put the slime on her bite on her shoulder. Oh. Yeah, she's doing great, by the way. Good service. It did, good it did stay on. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. I was uh, not worried at all about um the thing. Clearly, you are well-renowned about the slime stuff. Everybody in town says this guy. He knows everything about the slimes. He knows everything yes. about the uh quality. That is very knowledgeable. Very so I, uh, we went, we, I'm with her in this party. We are very, um, how would I say this? Heroic, uh, in our efforts to save, uh, a young Kenna Brightspark. Uh, they're all oh, taking Oh, Kenna, us. I do like Kenna. She is alive then, yes? She is alive. She is wonderful, very Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. She I, always brings me such nice lines. I see what you guys have a lot in common. I, uh, wanted to, uh, <laughs> see if we have a little extra of the slime found i have no oh. use for it but clearly since you're the most knowledgeable in all the town about it i would offer you at a price for i you know you can heal other people with bites and things five gold i'll give you five gold for it uh, i saw some postings that maybe other people were looking but that's why i came to you but i didn't know there are no other postings. No one else wants slime here except for me. It might have been early this morning that I saw it. Maybe I haven't hmm. been over there yet. But no, uh, no, I have not been over there yet. Hmm. How about like a? How about like a eight gold? Roll me a persuasion. <laughs> I have no idea how much gold or slime costs. So. Yeah, I, I know. That's. He was <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, more. Sure. Just need more. Yeah. A six. A six. <laughs> no, five is what I give Kenna. Five is what I'll give you. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Uh, but we also rescued Kenna at the same time. So you wouldn't have anybody then, else to well, sell Well, Kenna to. should have paid you for that. She's very busy. She, she was very 
he'd worked hard to gather a bunch of swine. Okay, okay, how about this? How about first one's five gold, but if I bring more later and you're not selling it to Kenna anymore, we'll talk about price change. Yes, yes, that's fine. But five gold for this one. All right, I gotta get out of here anyways. You're making me nervous. And he'll hand <laughs> over and trade for the five gold. Yep, he takes it. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Good color, good texture. Swiped from a living body, yes, yes. Ooh, little things inside here. And he turns around and he's like forgotten that you're even there. All right, great. Thanks. I'm gonna look around for anything valuable in the room. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, okay, so it's the apothecary shop. Hmm, let's see. He turned his back on me and I've been playing Skyrim for the last two hours, so I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he has, uh, there's, I remember from previously, there's literally just, like, swamp muck on some of these shelves. There, it's just there, and that's, okay, cool. Uh, there are, like, packs of things. There's, like, leather, um, leather satchels of, of something. Um, there seems to be some kind of, like, herbs, uh, some glassware, uh, and some, like, different types of raw materials, but there do seem to be some kind, some kits and... And other things. There are some full vials uh, of this kind of reddish liquid, and there seems to be like you know, there's a couple of them on a shelf somewhere. <clears throat> um, uh, I, I think, I think Lucky is going to just try to swipe anything small, like just not even anything of value, but just the fact that this guy like has now undercut Lucky. Lucky's like. Probably you don't even know like if he's undercut you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like he is because I offered it. It was a good price in my mind, and he's the sure. private. He won't do it. So um, uh, maybe like just one empty vial somewhere. It's like I'm just gonna take this and get some more slime one day. Maybe roll me a roll me sleight of hand. Let's, Let's find out. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. Well. <laughs> because I hadn't decided on this yet. Ah. <clears throat> well, so you reach out to grab a, a glass vial, and there's like a little tinkling sound, like as it hits something else on there, and immediately turns around, oh, you're still here. Uh, would you like to purchase anything else? Uh, it was just very high quality glass, I was just checking it out. Thanks, have a good, have a good day. <laughs> Shuffles oh, oh, out. All right then, yes, you too. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Great. Okay, so that's good. That's good. Uh, Lucky's Great. already tried to rob someone this morning. Wonderful. Uh, what else, What is everyone else doing? So Pez was looking at the box. Uh, Dagonet, what are you doing this morning? Uh, well, he's um, uh, having his morning coffee out on mm. on the, uh, I guess, the, the veranda or patio front porch thingy of... Uh, yeah, sure. There's definitely the one of those. Yeah, definitely. It's like a rocking chair. Perfect for you. Oh, oh, he's having the most uh, perfect morning. Yes, it's, uh, you know, the, the wildlife in the, the, the little tiny in your beds, they're, they're in the trees, you know, he saw Lucky go to the apothecary, and, you know, he's just, uh, he's got his shield, you know, he's making sure all the last bit of slime is, uh, is been gone, mm. you know? Uh, yes. He's taking it easy for, uh, you know, but he assumes a, a very... Long and arduous journey uh, through the forest. Yeah. He's saying hello to all of his uh, 
town folks that are, you know, starting their day. Like, oh, you know, uh, bonjour, you know how, oh, salut, you know, yeah, it's, 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 he lives here, so, you know, he, he knows everyone. Roll me a perception check. Hmm. Uh, he doesn't notice anything, no. Um, uh, I think you're, I think you're pretty well, like, maybe your, your gaze is staying towards the ground, right? And that is like, you're just talking to people around the town. So you're not necessarily noticing anything. No, as uh, if different. anything is out of the ordinary and no, no, he's not particularly okay. looking out for that. No. Mm -mm. Uh, Eli, what are you up to this morning? Eli, um, he would have gone to the innkeeper and volunteered his time in the uh, in the kitchen for the morning patrons. If there's if the inn serves like breakfast or anything, he would offer like you know you guys have been more than welcoming. Um, I don't mind doing some work around the inn while we're staying here. Okay, yeah, yeah. sure. And <clears throat> uh, bed the, the the tavern owner has absolutely yeah. taken you up on this. Um, so what what does Eli prepare for breakfast? Eli, uh, oh God, do I use this now? <laughs> Very first thing in the morning. Hmm. Mm, do I like burn this thing that I get once per long rest now? Be pretty cool. Mm. Uh, no, I think he, I think he makes um, he he makes like a very hearty. Uh, breakfast of oh god I don't I haven't I don't know if we've debated the like ethics of meat in a animal society or not but you know we haven't okay uh, great but, <laughs> but remember uh, these are specifically different like uh, species than actual animals all okay so we've, we've got like a goofy Pluto situation going on yes okay great yes. okay yeah. good to note um so yeah, just like I, I want to say, like two or three different types of meat. Um, mm -hmm. He just finds whatever he can in the ta uh, in the inn. Yeah, there, there's there's plenty of things like like there's like a breakfast ham that you can definitely yeah. make use of. Oh, yeah, they have, like eggs. They have strips of like bacon or prosciutto or something else like that. Absolutely, freshly baked bread. All of these things are available. Yeah, he just he whips up as much as he can he probably brewed the coffee that Dagonet is is sipping on right now like he is up at the crack of dawn like come on gotta start you know breakfast is the most important meal of the day sort of guy like he you know probably throws beans in there make it an english breakfast fuck it you know he's perfect just, yeah he's just just good home cooking man awesome awesome and is is appreciative of this um <clears throat> he does come in and say, well, I can't let you just do this on your own. Ah, here, I, um, and he hands you, he hands you a, a small little, little bag for the help. No, I did this out of appreciation for your, frankly, above and beyond hospitality. It's the least I can do, and I, I honestly enjoy doing it. He, he kind of gives you a little respectful bow. Thank you. Of course course hopefully we haven't been too much trouble i know we come in here smelling like the very swamps we came out of uh but hero's job and all that oh, 
And and here as you are, here as you are, uh, saving Kenna, and then the performance of Pez. Pez truly is one of a kind. You know, they. I I knew from the first time I laid eyes on the the way they can play a simple stone. You know, I mean, if you can find music in a stone, you can find music in anything, and that is a truly talented bard. With such complexity, too. Hmm. I do hope they, when they reach Alderheart, they well, try out for the symphony. Of course. Eh, anyway, speaking of Alderheart, you do remind me we should probably... Uh, yeah, I should probably round up the troops, as it were. Um, is, is the market open at this point? Are we early enough in the day where they're still setting up, or... It'd be opening, yeah. So I, I think I would like to go find Eliza if I could. Sure, yeah. Uh, you walk out <clears throat> the front door and you see Dagonet there. Mm -hmm. uh, probably Lucky, uh, just coming back from the, the Apothecary's place, and Pez would have made their, their way downstairs by now as well. Um, if you guys wanted to gather your things and then head to the, the market, you can. I'd have been trying to like doodle a little tune and try and get more customers in there. <laughs> I imagine Hedgehog Dude is getting pretty busy oh sure yeah yeah absolutely get some tips um, buddy yeah <laughs> let's see um it's a it's a little morning thing and you're a skilled enough bar that i don't think you need to roll for just uh you know helping out and, and per performing some of your your known songs you're not trying to maybe blow anyone's socks off right mm -mm. just a Give simple a thing to get people in the door to... yeah have them get his and food and then <clears throat> And people seem to be coming by uh, on their way to and from whatever their their business may be for the for the day. Some just stopping in to listen to a song and have a, a cup of coffee. Um, yeah, and it's definitely it is bustling for this early in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you guys head on over to the marketplace, and you do see Eliza uh, opening up her shop. Uh, she sees you uh, off uh, off from the distance and and gives you a wave. Um, and you make your way over to her. She says, "Well, good morning, y'all. How are you?" We're uh, doing much better after a nice uh, bath after a very slimy afternoon yesterday. Oh. Let me tell you. Well, is that right? Now, where were y'all? Uh, we were. Oh God, you know that place that I have a map that says the name of Mockton Caverns. Mockton Caverns is where we were. We were in the uh, the caverns. Had a Why are we all there? Uh, a smelly place. Well, town had uh, a young scholar, Ken of Bratspark, was uh, was missing around those parts, and we were able to find her and bring her back safe and sound. Well, that's about a kind of y'all helping out everyone all over the place. Me, that one little bandit lady, and even even sparing the the bandit captain's life. Now you're helping out this Kenna girl. Yep. So kind. Mighty fine heroes, if I do say so. Well, my friends have good heads on their shoulders and combat prowess to back it up. So, that being said, though, we uh, we did see that this fire seems to be spreading, and we should probably make haste to Alderheart. We had intended to leave shortly, if uh, if that was all right with you. I know you were trying to. Join us on the road. Oh, absolutely, but uh, 
Well, I did just set up here. If um, y'all give me a hand on tearing down, I I'd love to come with you. I do need to be making my way to Alderheart, and with a well, I I'm gonna need some help if we're gonna go quickly. Yep, I'll take care of it. No worries. Okay, so you help uh you help her tear down um her cart uh in back back to cart form rather than selling things. Uh, so you take down the uh, the sign above it. <clears throat> And uh, you get everything put together. And uh, yeah, after maybe about 15 or 20 minutes or so, you've got everything settled, ready to go. And uh, you can make your way out of Winnowing Reach and towards Alderheart. Okay. Woohoo. Uh, let's see. So just so you guys know, and chat, I'll put this up on the screen for you as well. This is the world map. Uh, and so they're in Winnowing Reach currently, the southwest ish. Um, from Alderheart itself, uh, so it'll be about a three-day journey, and uh, as you as you guys are making your way outside of the city, um, you see that there are a couple of perch guards standing uh, at the at the gates themselves. They give you a slight nod as as you you move out, uh, and you are now approaching the uh, the forest proper. So. Um, is there anything you want to accomplish while moving? Or can I get a... Ooh, I want this. Can I get an order of a, mar a marching order? And Eli, are you carrying the uh, the card again? Or are you just... Are you letting yeah, I, I think I'll do that again. Eliza did. Okay. Um, who is uh, currently keeping watch? I mean, frankly, I don't want to across the... Uh my old boss again so i'm probably keeping watch just in case you know sounds good roll me roll me a uh, perception <clears throat> 19 yeah well done uh you basically immediately notice that once you're outside the, the the city walls and you look uh westward and northward that there is like a large column of of black smoke off in the distance um, these are becoming more and more common as of late, as you guys noticed on the way back to Winnowing Reach. This looks like it is burning and burning freshly, um, but it does seem to be quite off in the distance, uh, at least as far as you can tell. Um, as for any sign of, of banditry, none yet, none yet, um, but we will keep in mind your perception check as we move forward and, and see and see what's going on. Did you say um, that we're coming up on the woods now? Right, so outside of... So uh, the humble wood itself. So Alderheart, yeah. as you see on the on the, the map there, that's the humble wood. Is that large mm -hmm. forest surrounding? Um, Winnowing Reach seems to be. It's kind of on the outskirts of that, but you are now approaching the more densely forested area um, of the humble wood itself. Might I invoke that to travel a little quicker when we can? Uh, you can travel between locations that cut through forested areas twice as fast as your speed would normally uh, allow. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're you're you can start doing that. I think you're going to have trouble with a probably with cart. the yeah probably with the cart. That would be my one caveat to that. Yeah, yeah, it makes um, sense. So with Eliza there, it will likely be easier to to keep to, to the packed roads rather than trying to go okay. up and around and through things. That makes sense. Um, if it comes up, absolutely. Yeah, you can definitely definitely do that if you guys have to make a break for it somewhere or if uh, if Eliza stops somewhere and you... Mm, okay. Um, okay. Uh, so I guess that means that currently 
Lucky is in the lead, Eli, and Eliza are probably walking with each other next in the cart. Uh, Dagonet and, and Pez, what are you what are you guys doing while we're traveling? Dagonet would definitely be bringing up the rear, since he'd probably be walking the slowest, despite that a cart exists. True. That is, yeah. So you got your walking stick out and are leaning yep. heavily. Um, but yeah, that that works. Uh, and Pez, what are you, what are you up to? She's really distracted by the opal. She's just like holding it up in the light and looking at it and bringing it close and like just holding it and trying to figure out how to make it into like a necklace or something. Every uh, time you see it all the time. Every time yeah. you like hold that thing up to the light, it catches light. Lucky's like sweating. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, Pez, have you told them where you got this thing or did you just all of a sudden have a gem? I haven't mentioned it. I'm too enthralled. Just ah, staring okay. all the time. Well, uh, team, it looks like Pez has a very nice gem now. We don't know why, but it is very noticeable that they're looking at it. Lucky completely stops the braid and it's like, where'd you get that? It was in the box. There's the box from yesterday. Sweet. The box that he gave you for performing? Yeah. So you're saying, you're saying to me, as a bard, you do a all right job, and you get um, that. Do you think it's worth profession. much? Hmm? Do you think it's worth much, or? Uh, judging by my expertise, clearly, it's very valuable. It's very shiny, and shiny means valuable. I mean, I do like shiny. It's real pretty. I'm going to shine it right in Lucky's eye, just like, look at, look at how it reflects the light, just like... How how big is it? It's like roughly this big. It's not okay. overly large, yeah. but it is a very fine piece. Now that might make a very fine necklace, Pez, if you wanted to wear that. I do, I do want to wear it. We can see an alder heart if we can get you a necklace uh, set with that stone. Yeah, I would love that, and it would it would, oh it would be so perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just maybe on like a longer sort of chain so I can just hold it out and just But now why you just put it in it. your pocket? Lucky's got this vein. <laughs> put it in your mm -hmm. pocket and hide it because you never know who's watching in the woods, you know. The well, one who invited take it from you. He's got a point, you know, that the bandits on, on the road. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's very dangerous to just hold it out and while we're walking, yeah. That, that, you just... I know it's very, it's very beautiful. It's, it's almost as beautiful as as you, but uh, maybe not, not at the time to ad admire the the beauty. It's it with the the with the the, the, the fray that we, we know we let her go, but uh, it, this would be prime opportunity for for her to take that. Could could I just hold it in my pocket? Ye just is that okay? Do you think they'd notice? Uh, well, no, but uh, maybe, maybe not make a fist like you have. It's noticeable that you've got a hand in your pocket. Uh, this is then drawing attention to your pocket. Um, it's very maybe precious. like gently pat it, you know, Ooh, so there's yeah. no bump in the pocket. Yeah. Want to be aware of mysterious pocket bumps. Yes, you don't want to be uh, obvious. About it. It's just a suggestion. Yeah. If you want me to hold on to it, I don't mind. I can put it, I got plenty of space in my Dungeoneers pack. I can just put it right in there, keep it nice and safe. 
Eli is watching is Lucky. <laughs> How big is it compared to Lucky? Like Lucky's hands. It would probably take like two hands to. to I hold. can get rid of stuff out of my pouch. I don't mind. I just put it right in there for you. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to inconvenience you at all. I no have this new cloak Not thing. in the slightest. Can... Don't even worry, sweetheart. Don't even worry. You are the nicest Thanks. person. Y'all are so nice. Thanks. I don't. I Kind of literally like throws out like some rope and stuff. It was just like, whatever. don't throw your stuff away. We, we might need it. <laughs> there's there's now fifty feet of rope on the ground. <laughs> just like did me no good in that dungeon, anyways. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Per well, perfect, is, right here. That is perfectly good. Uh, rope left. Oh, let let me take that. Yeah, and then he Dagony will pick up the rope and kind of like throw it around, kind of like a. <laughs> like satchel it, yeah. I love it. Mm -hmm. All right, well, uh, Lucky, please remove your rope from your pack, uh, and <laughs> you are now in possession of one opal. Sweet. Dagonet, you now have two ropes. <laughs> so much rope. Hez, I'm sorry, but that opal is no longer in your possession, and whether or not it comes back to you is yet to be seen. Oh, no. <laughs> Eli makes we'll a mental note about where the <laughs> opal is. As soon as like as soon as it's handed off, I think we get that shot of just like the opal in Lucky's eyes just reflecting, right? Just like the mm. yeah, no problem. my precious. <laughs> yeah, we get a nice music change. It's a little something more devious, and then yeah, it's put, it's pocketed. His and eyes no. are the opals. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, just I'm a good, I'm a good, uh, I'm a good pack rat. You know, I'm good carrying stuff. It's fine. I named her Tiffany. Just she likes she likes to be warm. Tiffany, all right, all right, Tiffany. Don't worry, we'll keep you a nice one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's much more snug, not bouncing around against anything else. Yeah, do thank you. Gotcha. Now we can go. I mean, it's no big deal. Let's just go. It's all right. Just keeps walking. So you guys continue onwards. Uh, let me get a let me get another perception check from uh, from Lucky here for like let's say you know a couple more hours of travel or whatever, uh, because it will be some days of this. Uh, a fourteen. <clears throat> uh, Lucky, as you are continuing forward, you do note that the way ahead, and let's say about after another hour or so of travel, there seems to be an irregularity across the road something on the 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 road itself seems to be off not just hard packed dirt looks maybe like it had been well either recently placed or anybody uh gone this route before it's been out is it very is it very quiet right now like super quiet like quieter than normal quiet uh, actually, no, it's not. Uh, you have your normal woodland sounds. Uh, there doesn't seem to be... It doesn't seem like anything's been chased, like, had chased off the birds or anything like that. So it's just, just like, loose dirt, kind of, as opposed to the packed dirt of normal. Yeah, you can, uh, you can approach it and, and investigate if you'd like. Uh, Dagon, uh, Dagon, me a boy, a walking stick, real quick. Oh, yeah, uh, of course, yeah, yeah, here you go. Uh, Lucky's gonna approach the dirt with the walking stick and like 
toss it around, see if there's something buried underneath there. People would be them afraid they could be trapped in here. I'm trying to essentially detect if there's a trap. Yeah, sure, sure, sir. Uh, you you take the stick and you poke at it. Um, do you poke relatively hard? <laughs> I mean, as hard as I can with this walking stick. Sure, yeah. Uh, as soon as you do, the dirt itself like falls away in front of you and opens up into a pit trap where there are spikes at the bottom of it. Uh, and it looks to be somewhat freshly laid. It doesn't look like anything's fallen into it yet. All the spikes, as far as you can tell, look clean. But uh, this is... Some, someone definitely dug in a trap onto the main road to Alderheart. That is a like hell of a good spot, Lucky. Mom arms, Pez. Don't go too close. You fall in. Seen this. Uh, Seen this before. Why? Why is the outside like this, Lucky? You know, uh, we gotta protect the pretty ones like yourself from engaging with any of the stuff. That's why. Uh, that's why. That's our jobs of our outsiders. You know, we need to make our way around. I don't know if we can get a cot through the woods on the side or not. But please keep your eyes peeled. Who knows who's watching this trap? Looks pretty fresh. Looks pretty new. Is uh, not not good, but I I think with the trip we'll be fine. Maybe it's not traveling on on the road will be uh, uh, better. You know, I could I could say um, find another path for us to take. Familiar with the undergrowth in the same way other bird folk are familiar with the canopy. Always recall a general layout of terrain around you while traveling. Uh, if your path is ever blocked by an obstacle, requires you to climb or otherwise gain height, you can always find a way around so long as the path exists. Additionally, you're adept at finding a shelter in the wood while traveling. You can usually locate suitable safe shelter somewhere on the forest floor for you up to five other people, uh, five other creatures. So, yeah, the pit trap lies across most of the, the roadway itself. With a little bit of effort, you guys could definitely move yourselves and the cart around it without fully, like, moving into the woods and having to ditch the cart or anything like that. Um, it'll, it'll just take a little bit of, of push and pull and, and trying to get over like some, some downed, uh, either downed uh, limbs or, uh, some roots. So it's not overly large and you can definitely figure out a way around. Be before we do that, Eli would like to take a look around and see if he sees anything in the trees or the bushes. Sure. Roll me a perception check. People don't just lay traps and leave. Oh my uh, god. Um I just I don't think you can you can find trace of someone or something around. You do you see some some birds in the trees. Um you see like a what looks to be a little nest. Uh you see a squirrel scampering across the ground across the road. But you're unable to to find any any presence of someone or something that might have actually dug this trap out. Would I know if there was a nearby bandit route specifically? Uh, to this area? Yeah, probably. The bandit routes are... If you looked at your your, your world map again, and you see where the main roads are, mm -hmm. they would be... The main roads are like your veins, right? And then you have like all of the tinier veins in your arms and stuff like that that all spread out throughout the, the woods would be your bandit roads. Yeah. So they'd be all over the place. Um, okay. It is likely that there is one near here or uh, close enough to here that it, it 
still makes sense that you know some form of bandit trap would be here. Okay. Okay. What do you smell? Anything fishy? I can see your, I can see those cockwheels turning. No, I just bandits don't just set a trap and then be on their merry way. I just want to know that we're not about to be ambushed if we try to take an alternate route. Uh, Lucky, um, since, since you're kind of in the front and kind of looking out, and uh, this is kind of spooky, uh, can, do you do you want a little bit of a little bit of assistance, maybe, and just kind of like looking? You look looking good. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh God. Hey, we might have we might have lost you a little bit of you simply. Me? So if you want, yeah, yeah, it's telling me my assume. internet's being a little. Eh, and when it gets really windy out here, it does it. So I'm sorry. I can still see you guys. Hi. Oh, you're good. We just missed your. We just missed your last sentence. <laughs> oh, uh, Lucky just asked, like, if even if you want to help me, like, keep an eye out for anybody in the darkness that'd be fine, just in case you know they might jump out. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I won't say no is what I'll say. I won't say no. You know, just gonna do a little beep boop, but. Did you like just Scatman your bardic inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> it's a work in progress. <laughs> well, it works. You feel so inspired, Lucky, to, to continue keeping a lookout for anything that might be in the way. Right. Next time I take front post and check an eye. Think perfect. Great. Get, get, yeah. Uh, I don't want to bounce another perception right after Eli did. I feel like sure. I'm kind of against double rolling on stuff so that's fine um okay. you have 10 minutes for this next part inspiration otherwise it will fall off okay um but yeah so you guys will just want to move around the the trap yeah if, if Dagonet has found another way uh, yeah no no, no. It, it, like i said located it, it, i guess like oh let's not put the, push the cart in your like this yeah. tree like you know oh, sure. there's like some like, like oh like over you here know. gonna have to lift the cart up yeah this way yeah. Uh, I think, like, because you're just moving around the hole itself yeah. with a little bit of assistance. It's like, you know how, like, uh, there's a think ditch can, sometimes on one side of the road mm -hmm. and kind of have to, like, yeah. angle yourself to, like, have the cart not fall into, like, a ditch kind of thing. Right. Like, so, not have to fall in the pit. <laughs> roll with advantage for me, Eli, an athletics check to kind of, like, get yourself uh, around this thing. Oh, DC's not okay. super high, especially with the help, um, but you will have to kind of move <sighs> around. With the advantage, that's an 18 over that natural one. So that feels pretty good. Yeah, very easily enough. And with a little bit of help from Dagonet and Eliza, you guys are able to get around uh, this hole in the ground with a bunch of spikes in it. Dagonet uh, and Eli are just being dads and like standing there and like looking at, yeah, you know, I think if nope. we do that. Bag it up. Uh, bag it up. Bag wait, up. wait, wait. <laughs> turn, turn a little bit. <laughs> Why'd you stop? You've got three more inches. Keep coming. <laughs> uh, family road trips. Too real. Uh, once we get on the other side of the trap, can I do like mm -hmm. a survival check for uh, tracks? Absolutely. Sweet. Cool. Smart. All right. They stayed what on do the your jerby and I see? Sniffing around, trying to see. Boop. A seven. 
Uh, you have a D6 inspiration. If you oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. I thought that's why you were doing it. That's why I was doing it. It's fine. So, so eight total. What is happening? This is this is a well. He's very heavily weighed down by this opal. Just letting you know. Heavily weighing. Really weighing on your. Yeah, can't stop thinking about it. Um, yeah, it it you look on the other side. It's an eight total. Um. It's a well-traveled road, so it's very well-packed dirt. Um, so on the road itself, it's hard to tell if there's, like, super fresh prints or, or anything like that. You've got, like, some pretty steady ruts of, of like, what other caravans would have moved through here with wheeled carts. Um, so it's, it's hard to tell if anyone specifically had been here for, for this purpose. Yes. At least on the road itself. Try to keep an eye out, but I didn't. I can't tell anything that's fresh. Keep your eyes okay. peeled, guys, while we go. Uh, the day continues pretty uneventfully. Uh, that initial column of smoke fades away from your, your vision as you get deeper and deeper into the woods themselves. Darkness starts coming. Uh, the sun begins to drop behind the trees, and uh, you guys just find yourselves on, on the road approaching darkness. Uh, would you like to make camp, or you want to push through? I, uh, like he's gonna advise, even though he's bad at advice, but we probably should, uh, go ahead and make camp in case we need to keep an eye out for any extra, you know, I don't want to set up at night, you never know who's gonna be close to watch, you know. Yeah. That's probably a good call. And we're making pretty decent time anyway. Bing! Oh, wait, it didn't do it. Bing! There we go. Blessing of the hearth. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like last time. Uh, Eli basically magically conjures up a, a small hearth fire uh, to help warm your uh, companions, and then you can use it to make some meals and stuff. Eliza being there with you uh, does allow you guys to use some of her uh, some of her foodstuffs. Uh, so not just use utilizing your rations, but you can have a freshly cooked meal. And uh, yeah, so. Uh, as things are, are, are coming to the end for, for this day, just go ahead and give me um, the watch order real quick. We'll do watches, and you'll be uh, you'll probably start your, your next day unless something terrible happens. What? Uh, who's first? I can go first. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Pez, give me a, a, a perception check. Eli is tuckered from carrying the cart. Mm. 18, yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, um, as Pez, you look around and you perceive deep into the darkness as far as your non-dark vision eyes can. Um, you do note, like kind of flitting through the, the trees themselves, you can see like the small lights of presumably ember bats. Now, it doesn't look like a swarm, but it does look like there are a couple of these that seem to be moving throughout the, uh, the forest. Uh, the rest of your watch proceeds without event. About how far away were the ember bats? Uh, it's hard. It's kind of hard to tell because of the the density of of the trees themselves. Um, but they would be to the north of you from the from the campsite itself. And uh, I mean, gosh, from where you can see them, maybe three hundred or more feet away. Heading which direction was that specific, or just kind of? Uh, not specific, but east. 
Okay. Cool. Right. Who's, Who's second? Okay, uh, sure. All right, Lucky, roll <laughs> me perception. Uh, notably, Lucky is like sleeping arms tightly around that pouch. Mm, uh, sure. Yeah. You don't want to lose it. Yeah. Not performance. That's your job. Uh, 10. <laughs> 10. Yeah, it's dark. Uh, it's hard to see. Nothing seems to happen. You don't really spot anything. You make note of like a, a squirrel on the outside of the, the ring um, of light. But other than that, nothing really, really happens. Which is great for you because it means you can just secretly open up the pouch and stare longingly into this opal. You surmise, Lucky, after some careful, careful consideration that it is probably worth right around a thousand gold pieces. And before, when I woke Lucky up, I would have let, let him know that there were, I saw some. Sure, yeah. Uh, yeah, Lucky, you don't make note of, of any of those things. But again, it's, it's dark. Your eyes aren't yeah. super robust. And you're a little distracted. Yeah, I'd assume they went the other direction or something. Uh, who's third? I'll do it. My All right. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's your turn. Thanks, Lucky. Go back to sleep. <laughs> All right. Your hearth burning warmly. Eli, you take your seat next to it and uh, begin your watch. Roll me perception. Oh. 13. Uh, huh? Just a very quiet evening, which is nice considering some of the days that you have had. Hmm. Your watch passes uneventfully. Eli enjoys the peace and quiet. And now, is this the last watch before everybody gets up? Uh, I think long rests are between... Well, long rests are, you have to spend at least six hours of them sleeping. So, yes, technically you could. Okay. Eli would like to make breakfast for his friends. All right. So, Eli gets up from their watch and begins making breakfast. And I think that's when most of you guys start waking up after a little bit of time of, like, some clanking around with a pot and, like, a spoon. And maybe Eli humming softly to himself as he prepares a meal. Uh, you guys wake up to the next day in the humble wood uh, to the smells of a warm breakfast. There you go. Um, if, is there anything you want to accomplish this morning? You guys are going to just get back on the road. I just, I want to see the opal again just to remind myself that it's there and it's pretty. Um, oh. Pez, do you go ask Lucky to see the opal? Okay. Hey, lucky, lucky, can I just, can I hold it again, if you don't mind, just... No, it's, uh, don't drop it. Uh, oh, no. Bag, you know, be careful. Crying eyes. Oh, for sure. I'll be very, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hold it, I'm just, hmm. His eyes don't leave your hands, just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, alright? Do I, is there something on me, is it? No, I take my protective services very seriously. That's all I'm saying, you know? You are very good. I'm going to write you a song. Uh, I'm a lady who's written me a song, but I'm sure it'll be the best one all around. 
Well, I mean, I'm gonna... never had anybody read my song ever, but just saying. <laughs> Must be very popular. Oh, when you do a good job, you do a good job, you know what I mean? So, they but... my song. Oh, do you have, um, do you have anything you'd like me to add to the song or the poem particularly? Like maybe any tales of fine heroics? Oh, that's, uh, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, maybe about how we uh, rescued old Kenna from the uh, cave and how our buddies just stood there. Just rolled up a little ball and stood there, but brave, lucky. So I just tapped my uh, vocal box, but brave, lucky, like ties himself to a wall, goat spelunks into the cave, shoots some with the arrows, you know. That would work. Yeah. Yeah, we were all there, so I can remember. Yeah. But like, honestly, though, if I could curl up into a ball and, and things would just die, that would be very convenient. Unfortunately, I don't, I've never seen many birds who can curl up into a ball and just kill the uh, bad guys. But uh, keep working on it, you know? Maybe, Maybe more inspiration. Like fashion a suit with some spikes on it, and then it could happen. Well... We'll we'll bring it up to somebody, maybe someone in Alder. Yeah, I'm not very good at sewing, but we can find somebody. I'm sure. Yeah. Does Does Eli ever shed spikes? Can we collect them? I don't know. This seems pretty private. I have uh, never. Had... Is that weird? And I mean, I know like uh, snakes and stuff molt, but I'm not really sure if uh, not really sure if uh, Eli's ever molted with spikes or anything like that. You know? Is Eli awake? Eli's awake, right? He Eli is awake. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eli. Don't, oh, okay. Hey, Eli. Do your do your spikes ever fall off? Do they? Do you, do you shed at all? Lucky's just behind Pez. Like, we have a business idea. Uh oh. I'm intrigued and yet a little frightened. Well, uh, okay. I mean, it's fine. It's sanitary, I think. So, like, you know, when you curled up into a ball and then the things just died and stuff, that was really neat. Like, maybe, maybe make some, make like a cloak out of them and people could do the same thing. And that was, it was just really cool. She wants uh, some defensive she, measures like yours. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just Googling, do, do hedgehogs band? spikes <laughs> come out of their body? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was just Googling it too. Okay. <laughs> Called quilling. Follow. Oh, there it is. Do they grow back? Yeah. So they fall quill, out or apparently. replaced over. Yeah, quilling. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, yes, but I don't know that I'm entirely comfortable with you picking my quills off of my body. Well, if it just falls off naturally, no, no Eli's would be harmed in the making of. Fancy spiky cloaks. Be really and useful. Someone like Cannon, Cannon probably. In that case, you are welcome to pick up my discarded quills off of the ground, and uh, you can check my bedding. I suppose. Eli is stuck between being deeply disturbed by this, but not wanting to tell Pez no because he loves. Pez. <laughs> Lucky like pulls out that winter blanket that he got one of the first like whatever we were. Fighting prey or whatever, and like, hey, you can uh, you can use my winter blanket if you want to. It's hefty though, so you might have to have a free hand to carry it. 
if you need me to take your load back off here again. I'm, I'll carry the burden for you, you know. Of That's course, cool. oh my gosh. I've, yeah, here you go. This could be very beneficial to many people. You could be saving lives, Eli. I, I do hope it works out. We should contact the deck of many to make this a uh, mechanic of the game that yeah. we can just yeah, create. Yeah, we should let them know. Quill <laughs> cloaks. Huh. He's not using them. You're not wrong. True, true. I think I think this, that's where we get to the point where we'd be like, unlike hedgehogs in the next update, they'd be like, unlike hedgehogs, <laughs> hedge quills do not fall out. They have to like have to release a it. disclaimer. Like, yeah. <laughs> Please no. like, I think that's the easiest option, but I would love if they went and canonized it and said, yeah, absolutely, they do. There it is. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Cool. Also, I, can, I, yeah, can I just, before we go off of this tangent, say that, May, I don't know if this is the site that you were looking at, but it's called Hedgehog Headquarters, and it's my favorite <laughs> name. Oh my God. I just imagine, <laughs> like, oh my God. the FBI, but it's all hedgehogs. <laughs> what is that? A little suit. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Hedgehog headquarters, number one is just fixing their wiki. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, this is great. Okay, okay. <clears throat> oh boy. Would you guys like to proceed onwards towards Alderheart now? <laughs> yes, Dad. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Oh boy. All right, so for the first portion of travel today, Lucky, please make me a perception check if you are again Let's doing go. the leading. Yeah. Might as well an 18. Yeah, nice. Well, as you proceed towards Alderheart again down this uh, northeasternly road, uh, eventually you uh, see something kind of off in the distance. Smoke seems to be rather fresh. You see what look to be flames moving around, but they're walking. Have you guys ever seen any uh, bats that walk before? Like, particularly fire bats walk before? Does this it walk? And he's gonna like try to aid pointing out to like yeah against the uh, path of tree line. You guys see in the distance the flame? You smell the smoke, you know? I definitely smell the smoke, yeah. Does it look like a cluster of bats in the form of a I mean at this distance can we tell? Uh no, so it's it's a little bit of a little bit off. <clears throat> but you do note that this clearing is roughly like 300 feet ahead of you, and if you were to get a little bit closer to it, uh, you'd more than likely be able to figure out what it, what it, what it is. Um, Amber bats are not known to walk. Let me put it that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you can definitely try and and get closer to it and figure out what it is. Yeah, I think Eli is gonna put the cart down and and instruct Eliza, uh, mm -hmm. stay back with your cart. Sure. Yeah, Dagonet, like, I guess, like, he pulls a shield out in front and, like, very cautiously starts approaching. Yeah. Um, are you trying to do it stealthily or just cautiously? Approach? Oh, he can't stealth to save his life. We I know, but I thought week. I'd ask. I yeah. thought I'd ask. 
He's just cautiously. Cautiously making making their way over there. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, okay. So as you you continue to approach, um, you're getting closer. Yeah, it looks like walking flames. But you do see some skin in the area there. They have like large ears and sharp teeth, but they also seem to be like made of like kind of a, a, a molten rock, but they exude flames from around their body. Um, how how close are you willing to get to this? Uh, till I start to feel heat on my face. Oh, okay. Um, it looks like now that uh, there are three of these these things, and you can see them, and they're like starting to grab things and burn different pieces of foliage, and you can hear some of them kind of giggling. Um, and they also, it looks like if they're going to be left unchecked for a while, they'll probably start a much larger fire. Uh, but if you're going to get close enough to feel the heat on your face, uh, I think they'll begin to notice you approaching them. And you see one that like stops and looks up and kind of cocks its head to the side, points at you and then looks over and says something in a language that you don't understand, but it kind of just sounds like fire. And I'm gonna go ahead and move you guys to this page here. Oh, he looks friendly. <laughs> like a guy, huh? So I'm gonna have you guys have it be from over in this direction here in chat. I will show you this in just a moment. Um, you were making your way over there, so I'm mm -hmm. gonna say that you were probably right around this location here before having been stopped. Um, and chat, give me one moment, please. Uh, show you exactly what's going on here. So if you guys would like to please roll me some initiative. <laughs> Dagonet with a zero! Strong, God, it's strong, be, strong. It's gonna happen more and more often, I think. Oh. Okay, so I'm gonna move this around. I did the same thing where I didn't select my character. I'm really sorry. <sighs> it's I, okay. I How dare. People, people play with me for <laughs> years and forget to do this. <clears throat> I never forget. I never forget. I never freeze. <laughs> Uh, okay, so what was what was your roll? Let me fix that real quick. Uh, twenty-one. Oh my gosh! Do yeah, anyone want to reload? <laughs> I want to re-roll that. Okay, and then let me get these bad boys. Their initiatives. Magmian. Oh. Yeah, a little Magmian. Like tiny magma men. It's a magma goblin. Magmian. Yeah. Are really funny looking dudes. Uh, okay, so it looks like this first uh, first magman here is the first one to react. I'm just gonna say for the for the story, he's the first one that saw Dagonet. So immediately he kind of like looks over, and he uh, he like points at you and says something to his companions, and then he just starts moving uh, in your general direction. I think it's 30 feet. Away, so the one 25. Yeah, so he's gonna be able to get close enough to you here to like actually do something, which is mm. cool, I guess. He's going to reach out and attempt to touch you. No. It's a 14 hit. No. Wonderful, you slap away his arm uh, with your shield and he kind of <laughs> at you. 
and uh, luckily you don't get scorched by the guy. Lucky, it is now your turn. Um, this one does note as it makes its way over to you that there are other people on the field here. And so he uh, says, again, something in a, in a language you don't understand. Um, but the other two have, have now kind of caught on to there being more than more than just this one strig in the area. Uh, okay, so Lucky, what would you like to do? Okay, so Lucky uh, is going to use his standing leap, run up to this tree, mm-hmm. and get into the tree to have a higher ground as somebody maybe one time an a- named Aunt Annie that he might have known would have learned was bad. Uh, it's Wonderful. Good if you're on the receiving end, I mean, on the sending end, but not on the receiving end. Uh, and uh, it's going to just point off at the one in the distance. Let me see if I have 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 45 with a guy with a log over there. It's a stump. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you want to be able to use, you can use this uh, measuring tool as yeah, well yeah. that shows up on your sheet. But yeah, so you can uh, definitely do it with a longbow. He's going to like look his little German fingers and then cast Hunter's Mark. Yeah, so your bonus action, you utilize Hunter's Mark. Uh, I'll go ahead and, and and mark this bad boy for death. And now he's been Oop. marked by the hunter. And then uh, just pulling an arrow and drawing a shot for her, his action action. Perfect. Go ahead and take the shot. Yeah. 17. Yeah, absolutely hits. All go right. ahead and roll me some damage. 12. Wow, that is really good. Um, So this one, as soon as it gets marked, uh, dies. As soon as anyone turns around and you release an arrow, it slams into him, and immediately it just kind of falls apart into, like, these warm coals, I guess would be the best way to, to describe that. And immediately it's on the ground. This also triggers something called a death burst. <laughs> when it dies, the magwin bursts! So there's this explosion in the back here after it dies, but there's no one in the vicinity. There's no one in the vicinity, so no one gets hurt. You welcome. <laughs> how, how big does it look like the explosion was? Uh, roughly with it, uh, a ten foot radius. Okay. So it like in, it it like licks up into the tree there. Like this bush is yeah. set on fire. Yeah. It this bush gets set on fire. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. Uh, lucky. Good job. Pez, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I zoop down into a poofy, scared ball and waddle on over to <laughs> to Eli there and just poke him, be like, "You got, you got this, buddy. You go get him. So brave." I'm gonna do <laughs> heroism. All right. A willing creature your touch is imbued with bravery. Until the spell ends, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains 10 hit points equal to spellcasting modifier at the each of your each of your turns. When it ends, you lose the remaining 10 hit points. But as of right now, you gain two hit points per mm. round. Nice. That's really nice. Look Pez, is there anything else that you would like to do with this? You have a bonus action and some movement left. Um... Which ones are bonus actions again? Is Bardic Inspiration? Uh, bonus action, yeah, Bardic Inspiration and uh, Healing Word, I believe, are both bonus actions. But yeah, Bardic Inspiration absolutely is. I'm going to do Bardic Inspiration on Lucky. Lucky, way to go. You got him. You just boop, and then he was done. That was amazing. You go you do it again. That is just for you, hey. Lucky, you are inspired, and you can use a D6 on your next... Uh, ability check and or attack. Wonderful. 
Pez, you want to move anywhere? Are you good? I'm good. Perfect. Eli, it's your go. What would you like to do? Okay. This is very slow. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I believe my speed is 25. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Um. So this is a tree that, that Lucky is in. So can I, like, pass under it, basically? Yeah, yeah. You'd be is able to possible? pass under it. Okay, cool, stuff. cool, cool. Lucky has leaped up into one of those branches. Right. So I'm probably going to try and end up right next to my boy, Dagon yeah, A here. And just uh, say, careful, they burst when they die. Um, so I noticed. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is uh, give him a little, give him a little reassuring pat on the back. And uh, what does your heroism do? Do I have to attack? No, I just get. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. No, cool. it's just passive. So you have okay. two. You have cool. plus two temp hit points right now. Okay. No. I just want to make sure I didn't just waste what Pez did for me. Uh. Okay. Cool. So I'm gonna go ahead and and just you got this, buddy. And uh, give him give him a cheeky little guidance, and then uh, as a bonus action, I think I am going to cast shield of faith uh on myself now this is where i always get confused about spell uh economy mm -hmm. is whether or not you can cast two spells in uh, one turn ooh. uh as long as one of them is a, a bonus action and the other one is like a ooh. cantrip or something like that good question so i'm not entirely sure i will rescind shield of faith if that is the case i'll cast it hang on um oh is guidance concentration <laughs> oh my god it is wow okay oh, wow yeah uh good good call minx thank you uh golly nice. Okay. Yeah, I rescind Shield of Faith. I do not do that. I will just say to Dagonet, "You got this, buddy, buddy old pal." Uh, and that's that. Uh, Mace Perfect. is drawn. If I haven't made that clear, Mace and yeah. Shield are drawn, uh, and that's my Sounds turn. Good. Okay. Perfect. Uh, one of the remaining Magmen here uh, makes its way all the way over here and is going to attempt to touch you, Eli. Touch! Don't. 17. Oh, yeah, that hits. Oh, it burns. Oh, no. uh, he's within five feet and me. Uh, he has disadvantage on that roll. From what? From protection. Mm. Post that in the chat, please. Yes. So I can read it. Because it's very similar to... It's like that shield warden or something like that. When a creature you can see attacks a target other than you... As within five feet of you, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Okay, cool. Mm. Uh, so you're utilizing your reaction here. Mm -hmm. The attack is now the 13 rather than the 17. Told so you you got hit. this. Uh, that does not hit. 
Wonderful, yeah. Thank so you. So it looks like at the last moment, right before this this little magman touches you with its flaming hands, Dagonet's spear comes down and slaps the hand out of the way, and then Dagonet goes back to fighting the other uh, the other magman there. So yeah, the magman doesn't even get to do anything. Dagonet, what do you want to do? I told you, Dagonet. Right. Well, I got gotcha. you. You got this. All right. So I was looking up. Spear has a range, a close range of twenty, so I can technically back up. Yes. Uh, you would be taking two attacks of opportunity here. But yes, you would be able to throw your spear uh, 20 feet. I don't want to throw it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what that range means. Is that the spear would have to be thrown. See, I thought that was like the 60. Uh, a spear is either a melee or thrown weapon. The melee is not 20 feet. Yeah, that's why I was like, I was trying to find clarification on that because like spears are long and you'd be able to poke ahead. So there is a there is a range, or, or uh, excuse me, um, like a, a, a like lance weapon master or something like that that you can utilize that has extended range. It's like a ten foot range, but the twenty is for thrown. So maybe I didn't set up your your spear uh, entirely correctly. Um, no, you're, you're written yeah. fine. It's just there was no like clarification because like my head spears that's how spears could work <laughs> yeah you don't have a 20 foot long spear um all right I like that common phrase wouldn't touch that with a 20 foot spear yeah right yeah right i just don't want to explode when we're both right there uh well we're gonna have to take our chances, Eli. Maybe I won't kill it in one go. I'd so, trust yeah. you. <laughs> I'm just gonna one hand spear it then. Uh, I guess it's okay. gonna write directly in front of me. Mm hmm. Uh, 10. Yeah, so this one seems to be, the spear seems to be turned aside by the hard skin uh, of this magnet. It's like it chips off of a rock. Uh, and where that rock chips off is like gouting flame. You want to use your D four? Sure. Do. Guidance does not apply to attack rolls. Oh, it's just ability. Oh, ability it's, oh, ah! You guys know my spells better than I know my spells. But if I have to, if I have to do anything dex related, I'm, I'm, I'm solid. I got this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. True. True. <laughs> you got me. Which I think <laughs> is the saving throw in case you. <laughs> It is indeed that. I knew How it, guys. guys. Knew it all along. As long as we can concentrate on it. Flawless. <laughs> uh, I knew it. Flawless. It's fine. I thought that. Uh, I thought very deeply about this before We're I did it. On the ball it. today. Nope. All right. Yeah, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, the magman. This one's still alive, and he's going to attempt to hit you with his. Touch ability. It's a ten. He doesn't touch you. You don't get touched. Oh well. <laughs> okay, that's all they're gonna do. Lucky, it is now your go. Okay. Um, what would you like to do? Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Lucky, uh, with his bonus uh, action, can move the hunter's mark from one target to the other. Indeed. So Still he's active. Gonna move it to the one right next to Eli. Okay. Um, and. 
gonna roll his attack, which has a plus six on our plus one d6. Thanks to the Vada Consideration. Yeah, go for it. Um, and then we do... 17 absolutely hits. It's 17, so. I'm not even gonna roll though. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, don't keep it. <laughs> and I didn't roll the extra damage on the last one. It killed it anyways, but I didn't even think about yes. it with the hunter's mark then. It immediately killed it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so the new one with the hunter's mark. Okay, yeah, it deals 11 piercing damage. Again, firing this longbow off immediately kills this magman in front of Eli, and it explodes. Uh, I'm going to need uh, Eli and Dagonet yes. to both make um, <laughs> dexterity saving throws for me, please. Eli with the 11, and Dagonet with the 14. Both of them just enough Didn't need it. to Look make the saving throw. Look at you. Uh, so you will be taking half half damage to this, or for this. But does the other Magman also have to make? Being a creature of fire, it is unfazed by the flames that explode outwards. Uh, so you guys take four damage apiece here. He goes... And immediately, the tree that is uh, above, the branches are now set on fire. Oh, no. Okay, then Lucky is going to back Ooh. off of the tree. It, it, will, <laughs> it will take some time for that to, to travel. Just no, be aware. Definitely moving. Um, I'm not a big okay. fan of fire, so we're just going to pop over yeah. here. Yeah, so you jump down really quick. Uh, it's probably like a, you know, let's say it's a 10 feet or something like that. So you've moved 20 total feet here, yeah. um, which is yeah. fine. 30 total, though. Yeah. Being a very dexterous gerbine, you were easily able to make all of that work. Uh, okay, Lucky, anything else? Oh, okay. Pez, your go. What would you like to do? I'm going to just scoot a little closer over there. Mm -hmm. um, it exploded, and they're still there. I don't know if I want to kill it. Uh, her... I can't make it move. What are you trying to do? I don't know. I was going to shoot it, but, you know, they explode and they're still there. You can still shoot it. Ooh. I was wondering earlier, because I can do the mold earth thing, um, mm -hmm. the cantrip, and it makes a five-foot square difficult terrain. Can I yes. choose what kind of difficult terrain it becomes? What do you mean? Like, can I make it all muddy and damp and just kind of... No. Uh, if there's no water already there in, okay. in that, I don't believe you could utilize it to, to like, try and douse the, the fire of it. But what you would do is break up the earth underneath them, and it'd be hard to walk through. Okay. Um, I can dig this space. Can I just sink him into the ground a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. You could, you could, they could be down in the ground by feet. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, you can instantaneously excavate it and move it, uh, move it along the ground and deposit it five feet away. Movement doesn't involve force to cause damage. You can cause shapes, colors, or whatever. Um. Yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden, the dirt underneath this magman disappears. It gets dragged out of the ground and deposited in a location uh, next to it, and the magman just sinks down into the ground and just is looking up now, very confused as to what just happened, and is like trying to jump and grab at Dagonet's uh, like ankles. 
down there. Just behave. And that's it. All right. Uh, wonderful. Eli, the magnet just... Right after this explosion of the other one, the other one is now in the ground. Come on. Uh, okay. Well, first I should make a concentration thing for my spill. For guidance, yeah. Go ahead and make yeah. me a, a constitution saving throw. Yep, perfect. You're good. 13, okay. Uh, so it's like five feet down. Is it completely like below surface level? Uh, magnets are rather, they're small. Okay. Um, so yes. And so it's like trying to jump up and grab ankles. It's like in the ground. It's going to have to climb out. Huh. Would the explosion, you think, hurt us? Well, you know the explosion has a roughly a 10-foot radius, and it is now five feet down. Would I incur an attack of opportunity if I step back? <laughs> He will definitely be at disadvantage for it. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. Now nah, you know I'm a bonk him yeah, on the head. All you guys need is a bucket of water now. Nah, I know, I know. I was, it on him. I was trying. Son of a bitch! Did I not take my? Oh no, it's destroy. I have like destroy water or something or yeah, create. Oh no, I can create water. Son of a bitch! I didn't think it would come in handy. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm going to bonk him on the head. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, Ten. Uh, no, I think because he's on the ground, you have to, like, get down there and try and hit him. He's able to move out of the way before you're able to to, to bonk him on the head. Hmm. Bummer. Okay. Uh, I'm going to step back by Lucky. Uh, yeah, so he jumps up trying to touch you as you move away. A seven does not hit. You just move your yeah. ankle right out of the way, and he's unable to get over to you. Yeah. Okay. That being said, his reaction's now done, so mechanically, Dagonet, you also can just back up. No, I'll stay there. Could have created water. <laughs> created water. Just dumped it on him. I hate it. Okay, uh, so Eli, that is your turn. Dagonet, you are standing here. Are you going to attack it? Yeah, I'll poke him. All right, poke him with a stick. Yeah, that's what yeah. Twenty-five that's absolutely right. hits. It is in this hole, and you're going to stab down at it with your spear, uh, dealing it eight piercing damage. Very close. You you poke straight down with the spear, and you bring the spear back out, and you note that the spear tip is, like, red hot at this point. Uh, the magman is not dead yet, but it, it's definitely hurt. Uh, and you see, like, like fire and lava pouring out of the wound. Okay. Now I'll step back. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you step back. Uh, is unable to, to come up and get you. It's reaction already having been used, but... For our, our video here, it would just... And is unable to get at you. Uh, the Magman... Oh, this is the first one, so it gets up before Lucky. Uh, is going to attempt to get out of the hole and is going to try and climb out. Um, if it can do it. Yeah, 15. So it, it takes... Uh, it gets out the hole. It comes out the backside here. And it looks around wildly trying to, to re-find uh, the enemy. 
It did see you first, so it's going to run over here. That's going to be most, if not all, of its movement. And it's going to rat. Try to attack you. You bat the arm out of the way. Unable to make contact. And that is the entirety of the Magman's turn. Lucky, it's your go. Lucky's gonna try to. Lucky's looking at Dagade. How's Dagade looking? Just a little scuffed, a little nothing. A little, a little yeah. singed on a few feathers, but it's fine. You note that Dagade was very quick to to get behind their shield after the uh, the last explosion. Uh, so there's some good scorch marks on the shield and and on a little bit of of Dagane's feathers, but otherwise Dagade's looking. Okay. Um. All right. I would like to describe what I would like to do, and if you want to say no, you can't, I will just take an alternate action. Okay. Uh, I would like to, I'm not gonna move Hunter's Mark, but I would like to, using um, team tactics, uh, well, I have to be close enough to do a feint, right? I have to be five, five feet next to it, okay. Um, never mind. I'm just gonna like. I wanted to try to help you to be like a little bit of an advantage on your on your save on this, but I'm still gonna rear back and shoot it. So, all right, buckle up, Jaggedy! And he's just gonna pull out an area. All right, well, I'll move the hunter's mark now that I decided not to do the other one. And yeah, sure. Uh, and pew pew, Savvy. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely, it's. Uh, yeah, way, way more than enough damage to take this one out. Uh, Dagon, I'm going to need you to make uh -huh. a, a dexterity saving throw as this magnet also the, blows up. Did the guidance hold? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So guidance is still there, but... Yeah, oh, so guidance it's a minute long, so she'll have it. That's a dexterity saving throw. That's a negative one. I, I don't uh, think guidance is going to do a whole lot. <laughs> I don't think it's going to do a whole lot either. It's only four. But, um... I mean, it's I don't okay, know. Okay, I got heals for you. It's fine. So. I, I can, I can still roll it. Just, just. <laughs> sure, sure. If you'd like to, it's up to you. Give it a go. <coughs> oh, yep. Yeah, so a one, a dexterity saving throw of one. Sadly, that is not enough, and the magma blows up immediately and deals eight points of damage and sets again ablaze the uh, the the treetop here, uh, and it begins to burn. That'll be eight. Total damage from the explosion. But the Magman is indeed dead. And you guys have vanquished, apparently, these young Magmans. <clears throat> May have forgotten a mechanic or two. So these young Magmans, uh, they die without doing irreparable harm to the forest. But these trees are on fire. Um, so, yeah. What would you, what you, what would you guys like? Well, you know what? It's actually time for our first break. So we'll do what you guys do afterwards about the forest burning down. After a brief uh, three to five minute break, we'll be right back. Hey guys, I uh, just want to stop in here and say thanks for tuning in. I super duper appreciate all the love and support that you guys give every time. Uh, we do have this show as well as any of my other streams and things of that nature. I'll be returning to a regular streaming schedule next week. We should also have Alder Heart on our regularly scheduled time next week. Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, thanks for putting up with me being gone so much. I have one more time that I am out of town this weekend. And then I'll be back for a, a, a normal streaming uh, streaming schedule here. Um, not log, 
thank you for the follow. I appreciate that. Welcome to the factory. Stella Luna, subscribe for 12 months. Hey, golden bot for Stella. Thank you so much for that. Q, with 26 months in a row. Thank you for subscribing for 26 months. Thank you. Erica Cotton, JetLife1228. Thank you both for the follows and welcome to the factory. We will be continuing in just a little bit. Thanks again. Ah! Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart. Episode 4, our party just defeated a group of young magmans that I forgot some mechanics of, but it's totally okay because explosions are dangerous, and you know what, it's fine, and there will be future encounters, so we don't have to worry about that, right? Uh, the trees are on fire! What do you want to do about it? Step away from the trees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, so mm -hmm. it's mostly the upper branches as of right now, because these are kind of like larger and they ex extend outwards, but... The, those uh, branches themselves are burning. Uh, there are a couple of bushes towards the back where the other magman ha was there and is also burning. If left unattended, uh, there's no telling what could happen. Um, I, don't, I don't have any water. You guys got any water? Uh, Eliza, you got any water? Jumps back at Eliza. <laughs> Eliza just like shrugs. I have, I have my, uh, my, my, my water skin. That not is not gonna be enough. Uh, we have to find a uh, a, a creek, uh, a stream, or something. Yeah, I think. Uh, is there is there a way to use my natural burrowing ability to dig up some dirt to throw on the fires, at least on the bushes? Well, luckily enough, Pez has an ability that lets her excavate. Oh dirt. yeah. That thing that came super in handy. So there's actually a pile of dirt next to this magnet <laughs> already, but you can also Perfect. utilize this in other locations because it just places the dirt next to it. So if you if Pez went over to those bushes at least and used that spell in about six seconds, those bushes would be covered in dirt. Nice. Because it moves five cubic feet worth of dirt. I would like to okay. help in any way I could. Whether it be just a lot of dirt. carrying some dirt and putting out the fires. Yeah, sure. Um, Surrounding the tree so that it doesn't spread as easily. Oh. Uh, Eli's a better Boy Scout than I am. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the bushes are easily enough taken care of in about you know the next um, you know twenty-ish seconds. You guys are able to quickly put out those fires on the three bushes. But that still remains the these trees are burning and it's starting to kick up embers from each of the the leaves that are now getting blown around by the the, the wind within the forest um the tree that i'm so close to can lucky try to like if there's there's probably fewer branches on this tree on fire can i try to like break branches off at the points of fire i mean they're gonna fall on the ground and still catch the ground on fire but at least the tree won't go up yeah, and it's possible that they go out while they're they're following and things of, of that nature. Yep. Um, you know what, Lucky? Yeah, you've got a hatchet, right? You're you're an well, adventurer. Yeah, I have that rapier you guys probably have like a, was, a hatchet. Uh, what's her name's? Phrase. Uh, she had a rapier. Did she have a rapier or a short? I sword? looted whatever. I looted a sword off. I think of it was her. a short sword. Yeah. Um, short swords are not necessarily really oh. good for hacking at things. Okay. You can. Uh, I believe Dagony has a full hand axe, but like I said, if if you wanted to have a hatchet, like there's things axe. that I give, mm -hmm. I give adventurers because they generally have them. And most of that is like a belt knife, a mess kit, and like a hatchet or something. Yeah, I definitely right? have like, a hand axe because I was going to use it as throwing. Could I use that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So roll me, um, roll me some athletics to see if you can hack through <gasps> some of these branches 
uh, to, to kind of get them down to where you can do something. It's it's a struggle right now. You, it's a struggle. You might need some help from someone else. It's really high. The hand axe is really small. Please. Any, anybody. <laughs> Eli <No>. will help. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, Eli's scrabbling up the, the tree to try it and do the same thing uh, with each other. Eli, rolling with advantage to try and get some of these these branches onto the ground here where Pez and, and Dagonet are. Yeah, 21. Absolutely. Uh, you start making short work together of, of getting some of the smaller branches down, absolutely, uh, and some of the, the, the limbs that are burning down on the ground, where Pez is quickly burying all of them with dirt being excavated from around, um, also including the, the magmen uh, corpses that are just sitting there burning. All of those are, are put out. Uh, but in about five-ish to ten-ish minutes, you guys are able to put out all of the fires in the area without seemingly... Uh, damaging or or without enough or a lot of this fire spreading. Uh, it is a green forest, so it does take some time for things to to burn. So you are blessed with that right now. Um, but yeah, you're able to take care of the the fire issue with uh, with some help from your friends. So yeah, well done. Um, now what? Uh, does anyone have uh, any uh, bandages or something? It's a uh... oh, this fire that uh, singed me pretty good. Eh? I uh, I will go over and uh, use cure wounds on my boy, my, yeah, my friendo. Let me go ahead, go ahead and roll. Cast that. Do, do, do. Yeah, eight. Nicely rolled. Uh, so, Dagonet, you do heal up eight of those hit points. Uh, we see as some of like the the singes uh, on under Dagonet's feathers that might have burned or stuff like that all kind of you know they come back to to a normal uh, skin tone. Um, it doesn't necessarily repair the feathers themselves, but uh, at least the skin underneath is uh, is <laughs> I back. Could to try normal. mending on your feathers. You want to mend some feathers? <laughs> Uh, um, while Dagonet's yeah. been doing the healing, uh, Lucky's gonna go and try to poke through any of sort of the bodies of ash of the bagman or anything, see if there's anything useful, but also to see if there's anything we can take back to kind of warn Alderheart that these creatures are like exist. Here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, like I said before, it, they really just kind of after they explode, they're just piles of ash and like coal, like and like stones. So it's really hard to, to tell. I mean, it's like a very particular, like, dark magmatic stone, right? So it doesn't really look like stones that you just find on the ground or at a river or something like that. Um, but whether or not anyone would be able to discern what kind of creature it was uh, is, you uh, know, it's... He's going to ask, does anybody know if these uh, have any sort of, like, magical properties? Is it, like... Something that somebody can like look at this and see that it's not just a normal burning rock. Okay. I mean, I'm proficient in survival. I don't know if that means like I would have any knowledge. Of, so like, yeah, so survival is is it's more. It, it's more nature. More like it's nature. A, it's a know? nature thing. Mm -hmm. Is to be able to kind of put two and two together about the the nature of these beings. Hmm. I could detect magic if. Good. That's the thing you want to do? I mean, if you want to try, if we take these back, I can put it in my uh, cooking pot. 
and take it back yeah. to Wolm right now. Can't hurt, I guess. Uh, yeah, so you want to detect magic. Um, so right now, the magic that you do detect is from that nest charm you got previously. Uh, so you do have that. The stones themselves of the, like, the magman corpses don't seem to be exuding any form of magic. They, they just look like rocks. Okay, better not waste my cooking back. And... Did we establish that these are native to the Scorched Grove or anything, or...? I wouldn't. I don't think I would. Uh, not established. A uh, good nature check might be able to tell you. <laughs> okay. An 18. Uh, Eli, you have not seen these creatures before, but with the added activity of these ember bats, uh, the fire spreading, and uh, an entire city burning down outside the Scorched Grove, you can kind of surmise that, hmm, maybe these came from the Scorched Grove. This makes sense. Uh, well, I expect the issue is... Hi, Carson. I expect the issue is only going to continue to get worse. I, I just, I don't quite understand what is riling up all of these fire creatures, like. I mean, would we have heard them giggle, too, as they were, like, lighting things on fire, or would that just have been Dagonate? Uh, probably just Dagonate at this point, but you did hear them talking to each other in a language you did not understand. I mean, they were more intelligent than just flying around baddies, landing on trees. It seemed like they were actually coordinating somehow. I don't know what they were mm. saying, but they were doing something. They definitely yeah. seemed very uh, chaotic, uh, mischievous little things, didn't they? Mm. I don't know. This just... This seems more than just a prank with all this... I mean, a city burning and the fire spreading. It seems coordinated. Yes. Too many coincidences to be mm -hmm. completely unrelated, yes. Well, I guess with us three, that's probably more, so we should probably head on, uh, get the older hot hmm. Well, would this have counted as a short rest? No, moving around to, to like put all this stuff out. Mm -mm. Okay. Like yeah, no, and a short rest tends to be about an hour long. Um, you are more than welcome to take a short rest. Um, I mean, you know, it's not going to hurt you. Uh, but yeah, this this putting out fire is not a short rest, as all the firefighters in Australia can tell you right now. Mm. So would you like to take a short rest? I mean, we can rest for an hour if you want to, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at what time is, is it about, like, midday at this point? We haven't been uh, going yeah, terribly I, I, I think long. Be about, yeah, about we midday. Can, we can have lunch. Lunch, you lunch? say? All right. Well, I not only that. will I, but as my channel divinity, I would like to spend 10 minutes to make treats for my friends. I get to make as many as my wisdom modifier is, which equals three, which equals my friends. 
Wow. They make you guys cool. treats and they heal you. And they're good for like eight hours, I think. So what does this what does this look like? So I mean, along with the 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 hearth and the cooking pot and whatnot, I think at this point, like here and there, a little like cupboard pops up and like just sort of un like totally from hammer space, whatever Eli wants. Like he's he's thinking like Oh, what am I in the mood for? I think, uh, you know what? I think uh, some some tarts and, uh, oh, you know what? I saw some berries on the way in. I think maybe every now and again, he like goes over to like actually pull something fresh from like a bush somewhere. And and he's, he's like, you know, now I just need some flour and like a bag of flour kind of pops open out of out of like the side of the hearth. Like there's a little cabinet that comes out. I like you're you're a mix of like Bear Gorillas and like the Great British Bake Off right now. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my god, that's. But wonderful. yeah, so he just makes some little road treats for his friendos for their hard work and and yeah, so each of y'all get one. Well, and... you can eat it now, and uh, you get healing, which is two d four plus two right now, uh, or you can save it. And eight hours. You can also get if you're rolling hit die, you get I think advantage on it. I believe from my hearth. Oh no, you can choose to take to re-roll, taking re-roll the higher roll between that. the two. So yeah, you basically get advantage. Mm-hmm. So lots of healing just got dished out for a short rest. That is, wow. Okay, cool. Um, so Dagonet, I I advise doing all of this. Uh, I maybe take the east one first, so you don't have to do the. I'd rather save that's it, that's on the feast because after the cure wounds, I'm only down four. Ah, uh, okay. Now, so I, I'm not super hurt anymore. Mm. So My like, food also uh, hang on removes this. frightened or poison condition oh from that creature. <laughs> Chosen by the creature when consumed. So you get to choose what the food does. What the fuck? This is nice. great. I love it. As entered my body, do I feel less scared or do I feel <laughs> replenished? Am I stress eating or am I yeah. poison yeah. eating? Or am I trying to like get some food down after having the flu, right? Yeah, is yeah. That, yeah. Mm. I was going to okay. do a song of rest just to give people a little extra HP, but I guess whatever. I'll just play a regular song. I just got really excited about making <laughs> treats. <laughs> Like when I was doing my two level two stuff, I was like, "This is the cutest shit." I love <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Love so, it. so chat. Um, this is a pseudo heroes feast. This magnificent feast uh, comes from the Humblewood book and is part of the cleric class that Eli is, which is, I think, of the hearth of the correct? of community. Oh, community. Excuse me. You have the hearth. I do have so the hearth. Yeah. A community cleric uh, has the blessing of the hearth, which is the one thing Eli casts every evening. And the magnificent feast is this like baby version of a hero feast. Oh, is that an actual like spell? Yeah, hero's feast is like level seven or eight or something like that. That's why I don't know like, that. I've never made it past I don't know five. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a full feast. It gives you temp hit points, prevents yeah. you from being frightened or poisoned in general for oh, like the next dope. eight hours. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a big preparation thing for for fights or yeah. like, or like dungeons or something like that. Nice. Um, but yeah, so this is the the baby version, the magnificent feast. Oh yeah, 
So yeah, uh, Eli, do you want to roll me some of the or your your hit points? And Dagonet, do you want to roll me your hit points as well? You should be able to get up to full here. I don't expect any uh, any issues. I don't actually plan on taking a hit die. I think I'm okay for now. I'll, I'll Are you going to eat a tart die. instead? No, that's for my friends. Oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the tart for later. Now take my hit die. Do I just click hit dice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it does. Roll. roll it. That's a, that's another way for you guys to oh, do yeah, your now. like actual hit die whenever you level is you can just click hit die and it'll mm. just. Yeah. So yeah, you're back up to full. Wonderful. Uh, after a short rest, everyone's feeling uh, very nice. I think Eliza, not really understanding the magical properties of this magnificent feast, immediately eats the tart and goes, <laughs> "Well, my goodness, Eli, this is wonderful. Where did you learn to bake like this?" Uh, you know, you pick up a lot of stuff in your travels. It's it's getting hard to remember where I learned each recipe from. Uh, you know, as as Gaspard's teachings uh, teach you, you know, there's power in community. And you may or may not also hear like a slight purring sound <laughs> from her. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, a, a wonderful little uh, uh, <laughs> magnificent feast and, uh, and a short rest. Uh, you guys are back on the road to, to Alderheart. Um, I believe the rest of the day uh, kind of proceeds, you know, without real incident. Um, you're about a half a day away as, the, as this day ends from Alderheart itself, a half a day to, to a full day, depending on, on what happens. Um, so yeah, you guys set up for the, uh, for the evening, um, and you can have your, your, your short rest. Uh, and this one, I'm, I'm not going to make you guys set watch or anything like that. There's nothing that's going to be happening. We're just going to move on to the next day because it is the last, uh, travel oh, wait, day. Is it, I'm sorry, is this a short rest? Excuse me? No, 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 no. This is, this is the end of the day. I'm saying that we're proceeding onwards. Oh, I see. From this. Oh, so we no didn't. Yeah, nothing else happened. Okay, cool. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just out of character for you. And now I'm, I'm very mistrusting. It's true. But I also, I want you guys to get to Alderheart eventually. So, um, so yeah, Dagonet, you get your, your hit points back. Everyone's back up to full. Uh, Eli, you get your Magnificent Feast back. Uh, so everyone's back to, to what they have. Um, lucky you would have recovered at least one arrow from the, the fight, so hopefully you, you marked that. Um, and Pez, all of your uh, Bardic Inspirations are back as well. So yeah, we're just going to go quickly through through that one there, uh, and and you'll proceed on to the, the, the next day. So as you, you guys wake, and Eli is probably cooking once again, you guys are well-fed. These are like the most well-fed adventures I think I've ever had in a particular we're game. We're sleeping so good. Like, like, you haven't had to use uh, rations for anything. And it's like, yeah, you're just you're having home-cooked meals every night. It's kind of wild. Um, Grabbing, okay, create so water. Go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to do... You, you can just do your spells, obviously. <laughs> Yo. uh, Lucky, could you give me a uh, perception check for today's uh, early morning going towards Alderheart? All right. Not so good today. Flipped a little high. Yeah, a five. Um, You're too full. <laughs> yeah. 
two young Lucky's actually just wandering around holding their belly. Uh, <laughs> and is like unable Gus Gus to really do. Yes. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's a that's the five. You guys proceed pretty much with without any any true incident here. Um, but Lucky, I think you like almost stumble upon uh, a a pond. Like there's like a glade over to the side, and you f don't realize that the road goes around it. And so you walk almost directly into the pond. I'm thinking maybe you're like thinking about your little gem in your pocket right now. And so you're not really taking into account the fact that you, oh, stumble, 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 and in, oh, into the water itself. You're a little wet. Uh, you're right there. unhappy. Uh, yeah, I got distracted. Uh, my boots are all wet. Yeah. Um, but when <laughs> you look up, water. <laughs> when you look up, you see across from you, across this pond, a giant elk. And there's something weird about it. Is it looking back at me? It looks directly into your eyes, and you just feel this absolute sense of calm. So much so that you forget to get up out of the water because everything just feels all right. The, slowly turns and is like everybody else and then back at the the rest of the party you do note this giant elk as well and it seems to be very intent on on lucky here um and you feel this urge to drink the water literally just pooping mm -hmm. you, you thirsty lucky i i, I I think we have some water skins. Perhaps you should not uh, drink the groundwater. We don't know what's in. Lucky, lucky. It's is... fine. It's, I, I feel fine. It's probably not fine. You feel filled with determination. That's fine. You should try some of this water. It's like it's a glacial like water. Is the elk still there? <laughs> the elk is still there. And it's just, it's just, it looks in turn at each of the party. I think, Eli, you're probably the next to catch eyes with it. And again, you feel this just, this calm, this serenity. It's like most of your, your fears are washing away. That worry you had about bandits earlier just fades to the back of your mind. Your feet are a little sore, but that too just becomes unimportant. And you feel this urge to drink the water. Alright, well. When an Alderheart do as the Alderhardians do, huh? Well, give it a try. You drink the water and you feel filled with this sense of purpose. Huh. That really, Humblewood is depending on you and your companions. And you feel filled with determination. Yeah. I'm fixing to make headway to Alderheart. I think we could cut out this whole last day easy. Yeah, we got, it's like, I mean, it's been an easy road so far. We Absolutely. Could we could just, psh, 
right on through. I think I might get my. I think I might get my water skin. And like, you wanna? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Just literally empties this water skin out and starts trying to fill it with yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, and you fill it up into this pond. That was spoiled um, the morning. What was? What? Did you not try it? You should try it. Really? It's, it's, Dagon, hey, this is, in there. this is almost magical. I don't want to bathe in this water, but I might. I might do it. Eliza, like, scratches her head. She says, you know, y'all, I don't remember there being a pond on this road. I don't remember when I last knew Lucky wanted a bath. Um, suddenly, I really, really do. Starts like kind of taking some and like washing it under his closed <laughs> armpit. <laughs> this, this snaps Eli out. <laughs> Lucky doesn't bathe. <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> How far away is the elk? Across the pond. The pond itself is probably 30 to 50 feet all the way across. It seems to be directly across from you. Can I do uh, that? Speak with animals. You gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. Knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at a minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations and monsters. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you cast Speak with Animals on yourself. Hey, hey, buddy. What's what's your name? Seem nice. There's no response about a name, but all you can hear is. Drink the water. Okay, it, se it seems real good. Everybody else is, is enjoying it. Uh, all right. I'm gonna drink the water. Perfect. Uh, and you feel this sense of, of calm. The way that the, the elk answered makes sense to you now. It feels right. What's your deal? What you got going on here? This is really good water. Thank you. Have your last friend's drink. Dagonet, he wants, he wants you to drink. Sounds very trustworthy. It's real nice. Trustworthy. I've not known elks to make people drink water. Normally it's like you're trying to lead a horse to water and it won't drink. Now it's the other way around. It's very confusing. Big fan of hydration. Oh yeah, I have I have water skin right here. We we boiled the water this morning. This is this muddy pond water on the road. Lucky not used to bathing is now splashing and almost inadvertently splashing This is right name. that's right there. <laughs> this is not that's not normal. It's really good water. This is great water. <laughs> oh, maybe drink it a little farther down. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Upstream. Drink from upstream if you must. Mm -hmm. Just say it. You missing out? Oh, dear. I feel like I could conquer, like, the world. Like, all of it. Scorched earth. Marked in all over again. Everything. <laughs> Do you want me to ask him anything in particular? I can ask him some stuff, but, like, well, seriously, drink the water. Well, ask him why. Why does he want us to drink the water? 
hey, but hey, buddy. Uh, why? She she would like to know why you would like us to drink the water. Kareth has seen what you are doing, and knows the path ahead of you. Drink and be blessed. Uh, <laughs> says Kareth. Does that mean anything to anyone? Uh. It means something to me. I just don't know what yet. <laughs> uh, I'm, I've not been a particularly religious man, but uh, um, let me uh, think on it a moment. You want to roll a religion check? Yes. You okay. think you think I need to, or do you think I would know? You know. I feel like the I name would know. at least the Gareth. name you know. Yeah. Just details about it. You need to check. Yeah. Y'all say Kareth. Yeah, he said Kareth. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Kareth is the uh the the god of uh life. They are usually represented by come to think of it, uh an elk. So this this seems like a sign from the divines themselves that that we are on the right path. Why this reminds me of the time that Gaspard did a quest for well uh, a, a bird folk that that ended up being Hanera, the uh, the god of nature and community, uh, and it actually put Gaspard on the path. And Eli is just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, sipping water while he's doing it, just. Dagonet, did you did you drink the water? He, he's gonna if uh, if he's got an eyebrow brow to raise, he's gonna <laughs> raise an eyebrow at Eli's ram rambling. Look, that does sound uh, familiar. Uh, having lived with the, the humble folk for a while, uh, I don't know about drinking dirty water, but uh, if it's a good omen. Then, uh, fine, fine, I'll, I'll take a sip. I'll take a little As you little drink. Yeah, bend down to, to, to drink the water, and you note that it is exceptionally clean and cool. And when you drink it, you feel strong. That limp hurts a little bit less. You feel like you have renewed purpose. You're filled with determination. Oh, I see. It's like he's now sat on his butt, like washing his feet. It's like, yeah, it's great, right? <laughs> Every time you say fill the determination, I'm just waiting for the music to change to megalovania and I panic a little. <laughs> oh, not today. I'm, I'm stressing. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Before we scoot or anything, do you want me to ask, ask me anything? Ask, ask the elf friend anything? Um, you know, questions? You seem to be familiar with this stuff. Uh, Feeling good? I honestly have faith that we are on the right path. And if I wasn't already trusting and confident about our quest, the divines themselves seem to want to aid us. So I think we're on the right path. I think at that moment, as you hear, good luck. And 
The elk turns around and exits into the trees, quickly falling away from view. Thanks so much, bye. It's been real nice. Hope to see you again sometime. Does the pond stay or does the pond go? For right now, it is still here. He said good luck. I mean, Eliza, you want some of this water? Great. You could probably market it in the market, you know, sell it a little while. Hmm. Well, Elk water. that's such a bad deal. Bends over and she takes a sitting. You kind of like see that ripple effect that cats sometimes get when they shiver. It goes down through her bodies. Well, that is mighty fine. I might, I might take a sample or two of this. Goes and fills up some of these vials. Puts it into a pack. Well, um, I guess we, we continue on then? Absolutely. I feel refreshed, reinvigorated, raring to go. I do too. Feel like what I'm gonna do in all the heart is the, the right thing to do. Absolutely. Oh. It's just like when Kareth guided Gaspard through the wood all the way to the Avium. Well, how about you tell me that story on the road? I'd love to. It all starts when he runs into, <laughs> of all things, a rabbit, you know, and usually rabbits uh, look like other humble folk, um, albeit a bit smaller, but this one notably had elk's horns. Have you ever heard of something like that? I've never heard of anything like that, much less elks appearing in ponds out of the middle of nowhere either. Well, and I'm getting to that because, oh wee, it's, it's a doozy. <laughs> and I think you guys pick up and start moving around the pond. As you get to the far side, and maybe Dagonet, being the last one in the line, turns around and notes that it's gone. And the road is, again, straight. That's a little, uh, unnerving. And just turns around and keeps hobbling along. Um, rubbing dirt, like... Me mechanically, you now, now each have 1d4 plus 2 temp hit points. Oh. So if you want to roll those for me, please. Nice. Five. Perpez. Lucky with four. Dagonet with three. Eli with four as well. Yep, so just go ahead and mark your, your temp hit points for those and... Uh, I'll let you know how long they end up lasting. But as of right now, you're feeling pretty good about everything here. Uh, yeah, so you continue on. <clears throat> you continue on your way. Almost three days full worth of travel towards the city of Alderheart. After uh, a couple more hours of travel, and maybe getting into the, the early afternoon. 
Eliza puts up her arm and, and it stops Eli in his tracks. Eliza? The, the road you see now winds around an immense tree trunk. So large, the branches block out the sunlight for at least a mile. Well, this is it. This is, this is Alderheart. She gestures upward to a network of platforms and bridges in the canopy above. Closer inspection of the tree itself shows rough steps carved into the trunk. Wow. We don't have to go all the way up there, yeah? Well, yeah, that's all the hearts up in the tree. And the council is well up there. If you hop on the back of the cart, I, you know, if it's too much to walk up there with your uh, lamp. No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll be fine. I'll, 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 I'll be fine. We'll take it easy, just in case. Oh, it's a big tree. It's a big tree. Um, so you guys approach the the, the winding stairwell. Mm -hmm. You do note now that there's also kind of a ramp-like structure formed into it too. Much more easy for carts to be pulled up this thing if it's not just stairs. Um, and you begin your, your ascent. After some time, you and your companions emerge from the stairway into a canopy filled with the bustle of city life. And you, uh, you guys can now all see uh, oh. Alderheart here. Uh, and I will go ahead and pull this up for, for chat to see as well. So you might as well see the, the nice picture that's there. Hopefully it shows the whole thing. Yeah, you can see. Um, <clears throat> buildings are located within the, the foliage. And crowded roadways are sculpted from the giant tree branches. The roadways are connected with rope wood bridges, and carefully positioned platforms made of timber. The Birdfolk Guard, known as the Perch Guard, can be seen keeping watch throughout the city. Laborers operate pulley systems that are used to raise carts to the canopy platforms. So welcome to Alderheart. Uh, I know I just gave you a lot of information on that one little thing there, but here's the gist of it. You have the uh, Council Plaza, Canopy Market, the Bows, Branches, Trunk Market, the Bright Hollows, and the Underfall as the seven different locations, main locations of Alderheart itself. Um, council Plaza is obviously where you're probably gonna find your, your council, uh, Canopy Market, is where you can find some really high quality wares and imported goods for your weaponsmiths and armors and merchants of all sorts do business. Um, the Bows is like your high class neighborhood. Most of your aristocrats and high ranking city officials have residences here. This is also where there is a theater uh, that is the performances of the Alderheart Symphony uh, perform in. 
the branches are kind of your 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 modest mid-level homes i guess the best way to to uh to say that uh the trunk market there seems to be a lot more people residing in the trunk market as of right now likely due to influxes of refugees from the fires it's become a shelter area um the market is overcrowded and many of the refugees are searching for work or begging the Bright Hollows is known for uh, a series of holes within the bark that allow natural light to stream in. The trunk contains many of the common homes and markets in Alderheart. The majority of those who live here are humble folk, closer to the ground. Um, some pathways here lead to dwellings outside of the tree, which are nicer than the simple homes that can be found inside. The Underfall uh, is the root uh, of Alderheart itself. You came up on a side that does not necessarily house um, the Underfall, but if you had found the entrance to it, you could have walked in there as well. This is the slums of Alderheart. Shabby tunnel characters will see destitute refugees in communities of locals living in po poverty. Uh, but yeah, so this is where you, if you had any criminal activity to accomplish, <clears throat> maybe selling gems of a questionable location, uh, you might go down there and figure, figure that out. But that all being said, I think as you come up to the outside and the cart there in your hands, Eliza looks at you and, and gestures Eli for her to, to take the cart. And she says, well, it's been another quite an adventure traveling with y'all folk. But um, I'm going to go look to find a place to set up, do a little bit of selling. I got to make some money. Winnie Winnie Reach was okay, but there are just so many people here. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you don't mind if I... You'll do well with that water, too. Mm. Oh, right, the water. I'd almost forgotten about that. Well... If you guys aren't busy, maybe uh, come see me in a day or so. Absolutely. We just really need to be getting to the uh, the council. So. Yeah, right, right. Let, let them know, especially about those fiery creatures. Those were rightly terrifying. If more of those are running around the forest, I can't imagine what level of damage they'll do. Hmm. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll catch up with you when we can. Uh, and, uh, good luck. I mean, I have a feeling you'll, uh, you'll fit right in here. She smiles, nods, thanks you again, and trundles away with her cart, uh, to find a place to, to do some selling. What would you guys, uh, like to do? Shall we make the climb all the way up? I mean, uh, I'm just going to judge what time of day it is for the branches. Uh, you're probably at mid-afternoon now by the time you get all the way up here. Do you think that uh, we can make it up there in time for them to be off the open or whatever? Uh, I say we give it a fair shot, and if we miss business hours, I'm sure there's not an inn too far away. Is there like so, you know, we have our description out of character of this, but are there like mm -hmm. signs that are like, you know, all the way up here, fourth level is this, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. And I, yeah. I this place... like, like they're nice on the nice ones, the gold, like gilded for like the nice homes area. Oh yeah, for sure, we for should, sure. We should definitely find somewhere to stay there. That's all. 
I, I imagine all the, uh, the ends and things you take it in the trunk marked with your feet, so... Oh, we've got the letter from the magistrate, right? He might have uh, friends in the nice uh, area, but uh, uh, maybe we can stay somewhere where it's not too narrowly branched. Mm. <laughs> Agreed. I'm uh, a bit far up off of my comfort zone myself, being up this high make it quick I, i've got some family here but i mean maybe we could crash but they're also a little, little weird so i don't know oh did you mention you had family in all their heart probably not i, I don't know uh, it's fine do i don't it. remember that either I don't, uh. do I? <laughs> okay out of character in my head, I was thinking it was Alderheart, but I was looking through all of my notes I took, and I never wrote it down because I'm a ah, genius. okay. Well, being so, I could bird. Yeah, I assumed because I it was a luma. Being from the the big city. Yeah. That's why you're not so familiar with the out in the country things? That makes sense. I wrote that. Yeah, she just came from the city. <laughs> and okay, then the yeah, she's wandering Alder, around for all their heart is all their heart is fine but we may need to talk a little bit after the show to figure out who actually lives here <laughs> yeah because i can make up some people but um i'll just so, wait <laughs> they live here but not in the next 30 minutes yep they're <laughs> out buying groceries yep, yep. they are they're away from the house they have more urgent things to do 30 anyway minutes well, just to preface that they're not normal. Maybe it's not the best to stay with them right in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we do some recon on our family. Yeah. For, for Pez to say that somebody's not normal. Like... <laughs> I, like, I like the concept that weird is like, they're totally normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Straight, man. Yeah. And then we uh, get a bit of a hike. So we might as well head up there. Yeah. Uh, so you guys want to head up to the, the council plaza. Is that the case? Yeah. Alright. Um, you can access the upper levels of canopy from a stairway near the canopy market. It leads up through the massive central pillar. This is where all the judicial and government buildings related to the oversight of Alderheart and Humblewood itself can be found. The Birdfolk Council Chambers are here. Uh, it's a large dome structure nestled within the branches. There's a courthouse, a goal. Uh, the Perch Guard headquarters and all of these things arranged in an open plaza. All around, a large statue of a Saraluma dressed in ceremonial robes. Um, okay. You see, uh, you see this huge dome structure rising up through the foliage. It's cradled in a natural curve of Alderheart's giant trunk. A large platform has been built around the imposing structure, connecting to it branch roads that run throughout the city adorned with brightly colored banners displaying crests of the major settlements of the wood. Two guards in resplendent armor stand watch at the entrance, turning away those who do not have permission to enter, and a throng of people mill about nearby. Did we have, like, um... Any written from anything from the elder from Meadowfen? I believe 
And this or did is we not even ask for my it? My mistake. Uh, they said they would give it to you the next day. And then I think I forgot to have you go get the writ. I mean, I, I feel like we popped over. No? Not in the morning. Mm -hmm. You went to see Eliza. But. Well, I. Here's the deal. You earned it. I'm not taking it away from you because I forgot. So let's just say it was delivered to the inn in the morning and Eli has it after be like talking to uh, the innkeeper. He hands you your mail from the day. Mm. So you had actually two letters of recommendation. One of them is uh, for the group. The other one is written to or is addressed to Pez. So I guess we should uh, approach them with uh, with our letters, right? Uh, say that we uh, need to see the the council. The council? We're not gonna look down unless I imagine. I believe the uh, magistrate back in uh, Winnowing Reach might have uh, mentioned that he would probably send word to. I don't remember. And then he's gonna uh, lean over to, to peasants. Uh, we might have the better look that uh, you ask. Uh, the, uh, the, you look the most important out of uh, all of us, to put it uh, politely. I mean, I can try. Okay, I'm just gonna preen through if I'm real quick. Just wipe well down, fluff my cheeks up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'll make I'll kind of like help you, like kind of like any dust on your back or whatever. I'll kind of yeah. help you, like dust you off. Oh, I should put my snazzy cloak back on. I'm gonna take my snazzy cloak out and put that one back on. Mm -hmm. It does look snazzy and clean. Much clean, yes. Oh, can can I have my rock? Maybe if I throw that on, it'll look. Do do I look expensive? Hey. You already look pretty expensive. I'd worry some guards and have an eye out for you, Opal. You don't know how much they get paid, you know. You never know when they have some sort of thing. I mean, it seems fine, but you know more about the world than I do. I'm pretty well traveled, so uh, I got a tight and lock. Don't worry. I appreciate you so much. All right, let's let's go. I guess. Go up there. Does there look like like a line or? There does seem to be a line, but most people are being turned away by one of the guards. Um, and as you enter the line and approach the front, um, you're greeted by this thick-looking strig, uh, wearing this very shiny, nice, full plate armor, uh, holding a, uh, a halberd. And they look at you and say, Yes, what is it? Uh, hello, fine sir. You are doing a great job up here. Um, we were sent on official business from city name from meadow fan uh there there are some dire issues that need to be brought to the council's attention and we have intimate detail about those dealios so is that right yes we have proof of this show him the letters yeah and uh yeah yeah, let me see that. Gives it a very quick scroll through. 
reading through. Kind of moves over to the side. Stiffens a little bit and... He gestures towards the, the door and says, Well... Surprisingly, everything's in order here. Please, join everyone else inside. And you shall wait to be summoned. Thank you so much. Now just don't track all that mud on there. Brush your shoes off. Duly noted. And they open the door for you. And, uh, the opening to the council chamber uh, inside. Well, the antechamber uh, is before you. When you move in and the doors shut behind you, the hustle and bustle of Waterkeep outside. Waterkeep. <laughs> Alderheart outside. I said two different things <laughs> at the same time. And it was both wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, and you sit. And it seems like just waiting to be summoned inside. Um, the... The room itself is is rather calm. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on. There seem to be other petitioners in there, just waiting, maybe talking to each other. And one by one, each of them are are brought in. There seems to be a a Luma that does the the summoning, and every time they walk out and they make a call, next. And it seems that you've been placed essentially into a line of waiting, again, to then be seen. By the council. After waiting what feels like an eternity, Aluma comes outside and loudly calls for next. You seem to be the only ones left in the room. So that's probably you. And they instruct you to enter the chamber. As you pass through the double doors of the council chambers, you see a group of five stately folk arranged across elevated seats. Each council member has a tall podium in front of them, rising to just above their waist. Papers are ordered neatly upon each podium. A circular aperture in the center of the ceiling allows sunlight to shine in. A wise-looking bright gallus raises a talent in greeting and dresses your party. You now stand in the presence of the Birdfolk Council. I am the council's speaker, Bita. Please... State your case. Uh, oh, <laughs> um, hi, hi. Yes, hello. We have, and Ita raises up this petition that you, you sent in, or the letter of recommendation says, it seems that you come on high regard, out from uh, doing some jobs over in Winnowing Reach. We do rightly appreciate that. But it also says here that there are troubles that we need to know about. Fire? Fire. <clears throat> yes. Lots of, it. Uh, lots of fire. Uh, yes. Uh, a lot of uh, ember bats have uh, been exceedingly uh, moving eastward, burning uh, the forest. Uh, Ashboro is, is gone. Uh, Meadowfen at this point is, could be almost lost if not gone already. Also, uh, when it, the fires are approaching, uh, winnowing reaches as, as well. And uh, even uh, on our, our way here, 
Uh, we encountered some strange little fire sprite uh, creatures trying to uh, light the forest as, as well. Uh, it's, a, it's a very dangerous uh, time. And, uh, I can see that a lot of people are already uh, coming to to the city to, to seek uh, refuge. It, uh, if this forest goes up, it, it would reach here in, in, uh, in no time. Yes. We are aware of the growing fires around the wood. Uh, we have started to take in many that their homes have been burned. Areas of the wood have burned down. But what would you have us do? Lucky's gonna nudge him. Tell him about the magma. Tell him about the magma. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm not sure as to your uh, the magnitude of spellcasters in the guard, but maybe a uh, a coordinated effort to at least push the fires back using um, magical means such as creating water or uh, or just a uh, we did my colleague says uh, has reminded me that we did encounter some magmen in the wood uh, on our way here so maybe increase patrols uh, I'm not about to tell you how to do your job of course I just we felt that it was important that we get the word out and and maybe on behalf of the people and the towns that have been affected uh, request aid of some kind. Oh, yes. I suppose that does make sense. Off to the side, uh, a stout strig, another kind of large horned owl-esque looking strig, uh, She's wearing some kind of military uniform. Speak. She speaks up. There is no way that we can send more people out. We have such a bandit problem here that no one can even make their way in anymore. It's a wonder that you got here. Uh, well, we did actually encounter a few bandit traps on the road as well. Is that... I mean, that was before Winwin Reach, let's be real. I mean, then we got the one trap on, and Lucky just pipes up, because their determination is full. Well, yeah. Has to be like, your inns are already full with a lot of refugees. If you don't take any sort of action and help them out or, like, doing stuff, you're just going to get fuller with people who are getting burned out of the wood. I don't know what to tell you. If we don't take any more action against all of the banditry, even less will make it here. I mean, for a price, we know some people who might get help with some bandits. Water price. Always with the hero types. Vita kind of like... Munder. They just came to help and tell us of what is happening outside. We can try and help. And yes, the perch guard is spread very thin at this point in time. Due to the fires, the amount of bandits being sighted and the amount of people being taken out of goods being stolen has skyrocketed in the panic is to mm -hmm. be expected yeah, very but... opportunistic yes and so it is our primary concern here in the wood 
The fires themselves, yes, they're approaching, it seems, but not as quickly as the issue at hand. I cannot spend any more of the Perch Guard. If I remove them from the bandit problem and attempt to have them begin to put out fires, the bandits will run rampant within the wood. No one will be stopping them. Uh, maybe we are better uh, equipped uh, to handle bandits than help with the, the fire? I mean, I don't know. I saw them smother out some big fires. We might get handle a fire problem, too. Well, probably going to cost more, though. What kind of, uh, has there been a specific source of the bandit issue? Um, perhaps a central location that you need dealt with? I mean, at the very least, we wouldn't mind helping you push that problem back. It seems like you're being assaulted on two fronts here, and I think I speak for everybody in this room where it's a little bit easier to handle with something like other folk rather than fires and wild creatures that start such fires. Yes. The bandits have rallied around a new fearsome leader, bolder than ever. Don't know much, but we have been able to find out she's a servant named Bena Saradin. And she seems to hate Alderheart in general. Not necessarily sure why or where she has come from. But the reason that these bandits have become such an issue is that they now all seem to be working together. Used to be that each pocket of banditry functioned on its own. No coordination. Seemingly striking out at random based on whatever the needs of each of those bands had. Now, they even make raids towards Alderheart. Hmm. So it's... Their new leader seems to be rallying all of the chieftains, it sounds yes. like. And... seem to be many, many more bandits due to this. It seems like it's all happening at once. We could take in more. But our priority right now is the bandits. Understood. We will discuss what we can do with the perch guard, see how we can handle the, the fires. And someone said about magmins. Not mm -hmm. exactly sure what that is. They look Kind of like fire goblins, for lack of a better yeah, yeah. descriptor. So you, so you got to be careful, because as soon as they die, they explode. They do the burst. Problem. A Corvum uh, in long purple robes, wearing a, seems to be like a heavily linked silver chain. Looks around and, oh yes, I have heard of those creatures. Very dangerous. Shouldn't let them near anything made of wood. They tend to burn things very quickly. Hmm. Probably out of the Scorched Grove, though. Why they'd venture out so far, I, I can't tell. They tend to keep to that location, but with the fires spreading, it would make sense that hmm, yes, they would come out further. Now, if there was a way to stop them, we'd build a wall around Alderhut itself out of stone. Maybe a wall of water? Is that even possible? And then, eventually, Vita speaks up again and goes, Mauricio, 
can think about this later. And yes, we should discuss this. I appreciate you all taking care of the Reach for us. And letting us know of the extent of the flames themselves, as well as these new creatures. We will discuss what we are able to do this evening. And you can return tomorrow afternoon. Let the gods know they know your faces now. And hopefully, with some of our scouts returning, we'll know a little bit more about this Benaceradin and where we can find her. Your offer remains. Maybe we can afford to send out a small... But that is all for now. Thank you. Thank you for seeing us. And you are ushered out of the council chamber. It is later into the afternoon now. It seems like the sun is going down. After a long day of, of travel, uh, road-weary heroes you are, um, it's becoming nighttime here uh, in Alderheart. So uh, what would you like to do? Need to find somewhere to uh, spend the night, yeah? Food. Right. Um. Well, let's see what's around here on this level. Uh. Boop, boop, boop. So this level is basically home to pretty much just the government, government buildings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't think we'd be able to afford it if there was something on this level. It yep. is so fair enough. Tell the next area. Here. Uh, the canopy market would likely have something. Um, actually, most of the other ones will have varying. As you move down, obviously they'll become of less and less quality, but they'll also become cheaper. So depending on what you want to do, you can find uh, various you know inns to to stay in. That guy's pretty much sleeping in a bathtub somewhere. I don't know. It's fine. I'm not going to say I haven't done it before. I would. Uh, I'm sorry? Oh, the, the lower we go, the more crowded and more probably the harder time to to find something as well. Split the difference down the you know middle. Try the thing where we play for tips again. But the higher up place is probably higher people. Yeah, but they probably want to tip you for more money, is all I'm saying. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, I think that'd be a little more off the books. The lower places down there could just hop in and do whatever. But yeah, the, I don't know if the tips be as good. I thought we'd try the uh, the boats, but uh, the branches going to be tough for uh, Norfin. Stagony. Uh, yeah, I do not, yeah, no, no, I, uh, I, uh, would rather go, uh, lower and be cramped than, uh, out, uh, out there. Well, I do know, I mean, I'm sure the, the bows are gonna be nicely, you know, laid out streets for anybody to navigate, so. Uh, I thought that they would have, uh, inns in the, the neighborhood home. Here's what I'm thinking, right? Unless you're Considering... trying to case things out. No, I don't think that's a good idea that we just got no. here. But you know how, no offense, Pez, your very nice clothing tells me it might be from an affluent 
area, but listen to me here. You know how they always try to show each other up, right? They'd be like, oh, I gave this much money to this much charity. Oh, I gave this much money to this much profit group, you know? Maybe we can find some listings for some people who are spaying some extra room in their homes to show that they're the benevolent uh, bodies in that area, and we could find some, uh, some space. Well, then I guess we better a, a put out you to the wind in the canopy market to see them there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe some, uh, maybe individual... Elijah's made some friends since then. Lucky, are you looking for an Airbnb? I'm looking <laughs> for an Airbnb that's got some things that aren't tied down. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, figured. I figured that's where we were going with this, but I thought I'd uh, I'd ask. Um. Yeah. Okay. You're more than welcome to try. <laughs> uh, so where do you go? This is especially an Airbnb because it is most likely closer to the sky. Because we're in a tree. Okay. Uh, we could always patrons are birds. Yeah. Posting somewhere. I'm sure there's something like a community board of people who are awkward in space yeah. and they're like uh, second, third, fourth vacation block, you know? Of course, when there's a housing <laughs> issue and people are living out of tents, you got to keep your second, third, and fourth vacation homes in Alderheart. <laughs> Makes a whole I lot of it. sense. I mean, does that not sound like what rich people would do? I mean... Yes, it is exactly what I'm referencing. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> okay. Um. So do you go to the canopy market? That's the highest quality area, uh, at least for the market itself. Uh, the bows are the most affluent neighborhood. We can check the market. I'm sure somebody's got some word there. Okay. So you head to the market, uh, and you see buildings of weaponsmiths, armorers, merchants of all shapes and sizes, tailors, uh, hat makers, uh, cobblers, anything to your heart's desire. And you note now that all the buildings themselves look very nice in this district. And they all have, like, golded lettering around each of their names. And the people here... Walk with their noses a little bit, or excuse me, beaks, a little up in the air. And they always wear these fine clothes or robes. It's a very nice part of town. Lucky literally finds himself bowing to everybody we pass. They look at you every time you do it, and it's like as if it was expected. <laughs> Is there like a jeweler around? Oh, yeah. In this section of town? Absolutely. Is it still open? What time is it? Is it? It's late afternoon. So a lot of these market locations are going to start closing very quickly. Okay. I'm going to shuffle on in one real fast. Like, can I have... Can you give me the... You want my help with some uh, bargain? I'm pretty good at the, uh, the old bargaining. You know, yeah. That sounds real nice. All right. If you're offering you just pretend that I'm working for you, though, because I don't, I don't know if they'd have much respect for me, Bogdan. Okay, I mean, we can try, I guess. Right. Okay, okay sure. Uh, so you step uh, into this, this jeweler. Um, we're going to call it Gina's Gems. And Gina seems to be a, a smallish raptor, a, a falcon-esque looking creature. Uh, in front of you is a raid, 
uh, a large, uh, large glass cases full of, of jewels of different sizes, gems, jewelry, uh, pocket watches, things of that nature. And behind that counter is uh, dressed in such finery as you saw outside in a nice green vest uh, is this Falcon-esque looking raptor. And as you enter, she says, mm, yes, uh, do come in, come in. I am only open for just a few more moments, but um, is there something that you would like to... Oh, see you're just in off the road then. Yeah, we we just did some some traveling. Uh, just spoke with the council. It's been a very very busy day. The council, you say? Oh, they saw you. Yeah. Uh, there's just some some stuff happening, and we're doing our best to help. Are you notable folk, or are you adventurers? Uh, if you don't mind me speaking, uh, madam, she's, uh, I actually do mind you speaking, Jerbeen. She's very humble. Oh. Uh, um, in, oh, we went to a city, and I'm, I'm actually very, pretty, pretty well known in, in, in that, in the town. I played some tunes. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a, a Instrumentalist? An what is your name? Artist? Uh, Pez? Never heard of you. Yeah, we just got here. Mm, yes. Now, how may I help you? I really well. would like to close the store down, and you are dustying up the place. Oh, well, alright. Um, I have this, this rock that I got for playing some tunes. Pretty good. Uh, a rock. They gave you a rock. Lucky may I please have have the rock here? Just you just want to look at it because I want to wear it and it matches my feathers real nice. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fine. Take it. Yeah, just look right there. Like, in the... Place it on onto the glass and. Her name's and... Tiffany. Named uh, oh, oh my. They get out like a, a small cushion, place it on there, and they go get a. Uh, a magnifying glass. As soon as they, they start leave taking the room, a closer... Lucky tries to grab something close. <laughs> there is nothing that is outside the glass Dang. cases. Don't offend me and not expect me to try to steal something. <laughs> I understand that. She doesn't go far. She just like reaches under a thing and grabs like a magnifying glass underneath the, the desk there, but nothing is outside of the glass and she is just closing up. So she's everything's definitely locked away. Um but hey, this place exists later, so, you know. Uh, she takes a close, closer look at it. And he looks on the inside. My, this is a very fine piece. And you're saying that you would like to wear it then? So you're looking for it to be set? Yes, please. Maybe on a chain so I can just pull it out whenever. A necklace then? Yes. Mm. I could do this for you. Won't be cheap. But I could do this for you. How much are you thinking? Just generally. I know you're busy. We should probably. Hmm. hmm. Maybe 200 gold. Uh, oh, sorry. That sounds incredibly fair. Um, that's good to know. I will return. I... Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go help out the council, and when that 
is done, I should be able. I mean, I I can, I already can, but maybe just not right now because we are very busy. So. Well, thanks. there are other jewelers out there that might be able to put it on a leather strap for you. I think maybe it deserves something shiny because it's pretty shiny. I think so too. So come back when you can afford it. I can't afford it, but okay, thanks. You could just sell it to me now, and uh, I'll have it set, and I'll give it to someone else. Well, it just matches so good, and there's a good story behind it, and I wouldn't want it to go to anybody who doesn't, you know, appreciate it like I do. Yes, I see. Um, well, that being said, <laughs> since you're no longer buying, could you please exit my store? Thank you for all of your help. You have been very kind. Yes, I know. Goodbye. Like he drags his fingers along the side of the cabinet glass as we leave. <laughs> Leaving nice minor <laughs> scratches <laughs> in the glass itself. We get a nice little <laughs> and then you guys turn to leave Gina's gems, which I hate Gina now, but hey, it's great. <laughs> um yeah, so that's a thing. What else would you like to do? Lucky I don't dislike too many people, but I don't think I liked her very much. Look, I don't know how much uh, kissing butt you're going to do to her, but it's not affecting her at all. So we got to go in there next time with a firm price, a firm idea. You got to lay the law on her first because she clearly wasn't afraid to lay the law on us. Last, I'll, I'll give you pointers. We'll train. I'll, we'll go through some some back and forth on some bargaining techniques uh, whenever we find a place to stay. Be all right with that. Maybe will just try to get really famous, and then that'll show her, and then she'll be like, oh, I, I mean, wish. Can I you imagine? You, like, become the talk of the town after performing at, like, that symphony place, the crazy place. Yeah. And then, she, and then you go to her, like, competitor's shop, and then they're like, oh, this shop's been blessed with kids, a famous magician, a musician, and then she's got to, like, live the, the life of now knowing that she turned away. The we can all get sponsorships by her competitor. And then you go into the store and you say that the, she had made a big mistake and then just leave. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, we gotta practice like <laughs> slamming a door, but not like in a in a very rude way, but in a very we firm. Get you a, you a messed big up. Hat, just in case, you know. Big hat. Everything yes. everything is better said with the big hat and you know. It's very big dramatic. Y'all are so smart. But it's you know it's, it's being back in the city. It's, 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 comes back to you. They're all like it is. Very good see you. Eli, you might have to back her up next time. I was I was holding whew, like my little my little jerbean hot. Couldn't handle that very much. You remember the days when we were, you know, doing our workings and people would always look down on us all the time? It was like that time like twenty five years. Crazy. Noted. I uh, myself am a little out of sorts around all these uh, <laughs> high society types. I find myself getting a little nervous. Uh, you sure you don't want to go down lower and uh, find uh, more like-minded uh, hospitality? I think you could change my mind now. after being around the Gina. Then I'm sure we could probably find something more our type. Whatever y'all are comfortable with, I'm comfortable with. What about you, Pez? You gonna be alright sleeping on the uh, the lower level market areas? Gonna be alright? 
I assume they have like baths and accommodations. I sleep wherever. I'm not terribly picky. As long as I don't have mud on myself or anything. Might more be like a group bathhouse than individual tubs, but uh, we might see what, what is available. It, uh, who knows, if you sing well, they might give you a private bath. So you're gonna try to head to like the trunk market to find an inn? Yeah, way? Sounds that way. Yeah, okay. Uh so you head down to the, the, the trunk market. Um this space, there's a there's a lot of people in here. So after looking around at a couple of different inns that don't have any space anymore, you do come across one called the Half Full Cup. Uh, and they seem to have a room available. Uh, it does have two beds in it, but they have allowed you to have all four people stay in this room as long as you don't mind either sharing a bed or sleeping on the ground. I'll take the floor. That's not a problem. Okay. I can also take the floor. I'm not very picky. A bed rolls, uh, a bed rolls, a bed roll. Yeah. After taking the time to, to find this, this inn, it is definitely night. I mean, not as... Maybe you didn't find this as quickly as you wanted to to maybe get cleaned up, but as of right now, it is one of the only locations in the trunk market available to you. But yeah, so you guys get ready for bed, I guess? Is that the plan? Yeah. All right. Okay. As you're all sleeping rather soundly, the day of travel behind you, meeting... Wow, fighting, meeting, uh, drinking water at a weird pond location, seemingly blessed by a god or something, um, getting really shunned at a jeweler's place. Uh, oh, it's been a long day. Around about midnight, maybe one. A citywide alarm sounds, rousing the perch guard to their posts. Following the commotion, you see a great deal of movement around the northern entrance of Alderheart. And we hear shouts of bandits all around. And something about a merchant caravan arriving at the city. And this is something that we will have to handle next time on Diefall Alderheart. So, we're going to call our end right here. The bandit menace has made their way to Alderheart, just as our heroes arrive. And thank you everyone for playing today. Thank you everyone for watching today. That all being said, let's do some shout outs for our cast and uh, we'll have to figure out what to do about that next time. Malaveth, where can the people find you? Hi, I'm Malaveth. I stream three times a week on twitch.tv slash Malaveth or Twitter. I post art and stuff. I do a lot of art and drawings and things. Uh, mostly fantasy drawings right now. I'm almost to 5k followers. So I'll be doing like a drawing giveaway there. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. It's been great. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Rob, where can the people find you at? Hello, hi, hello. You can find me at a couple places on the internet. Um, you can find me at Twitter at bonus stage Rob or on Twitch eventually 
at bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. I'm moving soon. It's going to be great. I'll be back streaming. I don't know, in a couple months or something. It'll be dope. Um, but for now, you can find me on this show doing my, my best hedgehog boy, living my best hedgehog boy life. Or you could find me at twitch.tv slash game nights. That is game with two G's and a K like the guy with the sword knight a sword um that show is a monster of the week show that is every other sunday uh at 4 p.m eastern so not this sunday but next sunday gosh dang it hope to see you around oh, bye awesome dude thank you the lady may where can people find you at oh well they can find me the lady may that's on twitters and instagrams and you know occasionally on twitch trying to be back streaming soon but doing some projects in the meantime and then i guess and also in the meantime you'll just have to you know look at pictures of my cats that i post on the internet sounds very good and last but not least simply jackson how are you where can people find you good good uh more Frequently than not, you can find me on Twitter at simplyjxm without the underscore. But I just started streaming again this week on a quote schedule. We're testing it out to see how it goes. Uh, we're doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, starting at about 9 PST. So very accessible time for a lot of people in different time zones. Um, but I would like to, if you don't mind, not hype myself as much right now, except for my boyfriend who just started his first hosting gig with Twitch Prime tonight so if you guys want to go and watch um so you're saying we should raid that right after this you don't have to if you don't want to they're doing we should do that you, I, I would appreciate activate it, raid activate he's a great guy he's been working his butt off for this gig and he's just explaining what you guys can get with twitch prime so Aww. i would appreciate the love for it it would be great we'll absolutely do that thank cool thank you very much uh hi it me it's my channel so i'm not going to say a whole lot about this you can find me here uh, you can follow me over at Twitter at RunawayRobot underscore and Diefault RPG. Diefault underscore RPG. There's all the, all the tweets have cool clips. Go like and, and retweet them because they're fun and funny. And I'm a funny person. Just remember that, okay? Uh, I will be back on a regular streaming schedule starting next Monday. I have one more one more weekend where I'm out of town. One more weekend I'm out of town. I'll be back on Monday. We'll be doing the thing. i got to figure out what the heck I'm playing. I'd love it for ju it just to be Destiny all the time, but like I don't know if that's physically possible because I don't think anyone actually wants to watch me shoot things. So, um, other than that, I think we're doing this next week, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're gonna find out what happens with the bandits. And uh, it's been lovely having you all here. Uh, we're gonna go to the end screen real quick, but stick around. I'm gonna start the raid off pretty soon right after that. And thank you everyone for being here tonight. Until next time. <laughs>